Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everything you've ever loved in a Bond film. More thrills, more excitement, more chills, and more. Roger Moore as James Bond 007 in Live and Let Die. Don't miss the boat, or you'll miss the most exciting Bond film of all. Live and let die. And welcome to Smash Pod Royale, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. This week, if we play our cards right, we'll be taking a trip to New York to take in the sights, the sounds, and the voodoo. Yes, it's live and let die. And joining me for a bourbon in the corner booth in the Philly of Soul is actor and writer Jim Howick. Hello, Jim. Hi, John. What a pleasure to have you on board. Thanks for having me. That's I've, I've been in the queue for a while now. You have? You've and been uh, You're like that guy in Die Hard 2, has to, in the uh, Windsor Airlines, has to keep going around <laughs> Dallas Airport. I'm running, and I'm running out, I've run out of fuel, John. You have? I've run out of fuel. Um, Don't worry, that's a disturbing scene, isn't it, that mm. one? Yeah, they kill a whole plane full of people. It's like airplane, but, but bad. But horrible. There's that, that little awful, child in that scene. There's a child, and you have yeah. to see the child, don't you? The child mm. sitting next to the grandma. Yes, awful. I'm okay. well. I'm very well. Are you well? Good. Yeah, fine, thank you. I'm Good. ready to get balls deep in live and dead die, <laughs> which I think is what they say in the trade. I thought you were going to say in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd know more about that. <laughs> You're an actor. You've been, in, you've been in things. I've been in trailers. <laughs> and things. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, so yeah, live and let die. This is exciting because this is probably one of my favourites. Do you know what, John? I didn't want to spoil the the question at the end of the show. Okay, but okay. This is my favourite. Um, I'm not sure if it's the first Bond film I've ever seen, but it was certainly the the Bond film that I attached myself to mm-hmm. and what and have watched the most. Yeah, and uh, I I just love it. I love it as a as a Altogether, as a, as a piece, I love the music. I love the score. Mm. I mean, it's scored by the Fifth Beatle. Yeah, George Best. George Best. <laughs> and 
um, George Martin, of course. Of course. Um, and I just, I'm, I just, I just love it. Well, I mean, you know, we'll, we we can go through why when we get there, when we yeah. arrive at these checkpoints. Mm. We can because we start off at the UN, the shakiest zoom in mm. the history. Yeah, I'm guessing the, the cameraman was sort of being dangled out of a helicopter because he was refusing to accept a pay rise. It's basically the fool guy. Yeah. Uh, camera work. I'm the unknown star. I can't remember the song, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really, really juddery. But when you watch the um, DVD or the Blu-ray with the commentary by Rog, he says, the United Nations building, of course, where I worked many times as a UNICEF ambassador. I'm ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> a um, that, that's, there's a story attached to that. So I was working with a makeup, uh, sorry, a costume designer called Mr. Gammon, and he made an advert for UNICEF with Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roger got there incredibly early, and uh, on his way to, he was he, uh, the, uh, a third AD was escorting him to the green room to wait for an hour, I yeah. think. And uh, he sort of bypassed her and then went straight to the soundstage and just shouted out to the the director booth, I'm ready. <laughs> no one else was. Oh, did Sorry, he have to wait? Sorry, Rog. He had to wait. Oh. I mean, I'm guessing that's where his story ended. Hmm. Um, but, yeah. Do you think he did his own makeup? Um, before he got there. Yeah, probably in the car. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> His own eyeliner. He looked like that woman at the end of the airplane. Because <laughs> it was a very bumpy road. Having, oh, man. <laughs> Having a shave. <laughs> Putting his eyeliner on. Good Lord. <laughs> so, uh, the United Nations. Yeah, yeah. Where, um, where an agent is, is assassinated. An agent assa- is assassinated yeah. um, with a dynamite plunger. Yes. Which which kind of makes it all the more destructive. It could have been a kind of dimmer switch, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't. It was a dynamite plunger. Which is directly uh, what, connected to Keith Emerson's organ. Absolutely. Keith yeah. Emerson's... <laughs> I mean, he's, I don't mean his penis. I was going to say that someone broke into... Um, who was the guy from Fame? Bruno. Oh, yeah. And uh, started <laughs> dicking around with his organ. Um, <laughs> I like that better, yeah. Someone's been dicking around with Bruno's organ. <laughs> Um, and he does this all behind the back of the translator, who is essentially the midnight caller. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it is actually him. This is it one's actually for all him? you truckers out there. <laughs> you got the smoothest translator, yeah. the midnight caller. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, yeah, it's uh, it's the prog. It's as you say in your book, the prog rock <laughs> solo that kills the man. Do you think that would? Do you think you could die via? A, a loud noise well i've always thought so because of the film up yeah. until now john <laughs> um i um, yes hmm. i think it like literally think, fry I his think, brain i think i think you could i i, I think you could right oh. okay i'll take if you can break glass with a with a with a decibel level then i'm sure you can That's break true. an eye what if he had a glass brain <laughs> Even easier. Even easier. That was the plan all along. They booked an <laughs> opera singer like in that Tintin film, but she couldn't make it, so they got the plunger instead. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, and then we get another agent killed, and this is an interesting Bond fact here, because the other agent who's watching this funeral, Cortage, um, yes. he is 
dubbed by Shane Rimmer, which makes this his Bond hat trick. Oh, really? Yes. Remind me. Remind me, um, Shane guy, Rimmer. Shane Rimmer is a, a North. I think he's a Canadian actor who lived in England for a long time. And he was in The Spy Who Loved Me. He was the one who says, you know, what am I, what's the matter, Private? You've never seen a major thing. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, my God, of course. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. He's in Superman. He's in... Yeah, everything. He's in, he's in, in fact, he's in um, Dark Knight as well, playing essentially this, the same part he's played in all of, almost all of them. Yeah. Wonderful. He, he I thought for a second you, you were talking about the, the assassin who simply says, yours. Oh, no, no, no. That, that was you who dubbed him. Thank you. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then when they kill him, they do an excited dance. They, well, first they've got to pick him up, yeah. which I presume, uh, I often wondered what it was. Mm. I often wondered whether or not it was a shutter yeah. uh, at the bottom, which would have, I mean, would have done terrible damage to your, to your, your back and bum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just left half a cheek. Yeah. <laughs> your, your friend's back and bum. And <laughs> no, but obviously there were some sort of hand stirrups and he used str- his own strength. Mm. To keep himself in this box, right? That's, That's become kind of a meme now, hasn't it? With these guys who are dancing, holding a coffin. Is that right? You could make that with a new Bond film now, yeah. It's become like there a meme go. where someone's about to do something sort of Darwinistic, where they're like driving a motorbike off a cliff. And then it'll cut to this, these guys holding a coffin and it's like this techno music comes on. Wow. I'm trying to get down with the, the kids, the... Jim. <laughs> I gave up. I'm doing quite well, I reckon. I gave up. I said the kids me. will be watching Live and Let Die. Exactly. I didn't say Mimi. Like, that's the <laughs> obvious trap to make, isn't it? Is this one of those Mimis? So then another agent is killed. And this is my favourite death uh, because it's accompanied by a George Martin cello string going right the way down. Oh, it's wonderful. Which beautifully kicks off Live and Let I Die. I mean, it's essentially the same trick as um, Strawberry Fields. Yeah. Um... The the agent, I often I when I was a kid I used to think he looked so old. Yes. And are we expected to believe that this man is capable <laughs> of doing the same things as Bond? I always imagined he's kind of like an Arthur English type agent. He's like, oh, good, good evening, sir. I've, I'm just sweeping up. Don't mind me. Um, I mean, that's that's cunning, isn't it? Yes. I I mean, he looked he just looked like my science teacher, Mister Dannett. Mm. Um, and we share uh, a boot yeah, maker. I, I uh, we share the same bootmaker. <laughs> That's cold, isn't it? Mm. That's cold. That's mm. a cold moment. We'll get to that. We will. But then, I mean, you know, the, the, we're talking about the greatest Bond theme yep. ever made. Yep. And will ever think, be made by a country mile. Mm. It's got everything. Um, what are your What are your favourite three um, Bond themes? This. By, yeah. As you say, by, by a million points. Then nobody does it better. Yes. And then probably Thunderball. I really like Thunderball. Thunderball, yep. Yeah. Tom Jones. It's, it's, I see, I think I'm this. Mm. See, I'm in the Bassy camp, mm. but not the one, not what you, you would expect, because yeah. I really like the Moonraker theme. Oh, yeah, I do. It's a beautiful song. It is. There's some excellent triangle work on that. Song. There is. It's very disco it's very loud ting, in the mix. Ting, 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 ting. Yeah. I mean, if you're wondering what to do with the triangle, listen to that song. Mm. And it's about the clasping. It's all mm. about the clasping. Definitely. It's much like Roger Taylor's very underrated symbol work. Yes. Mm. He, he loves a symbol. He loves a clasp. Yes. Oh, he does. Shh. Oh, he does. Shh. Yeah. You've got to be quick. Mm. With old Taylor. Quick off the mark. But this is also... Then, sorry, go on. 
Well, I was. I, we may have been about to say the same thing. This is yeah. the first and only time we see Bond's home. Yeah, it is. I can't. Which well, is on, apart from um, Spectre. Apart from Spectre, but no one. When, when do we it. see it, Inspector? Do we see? Um, it? Well, of course, Jim. Money Penny goes around his house to give him his personal effects from Skyfall because oh, we ain't yes. done with the old backstory yet. Of course, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Christ. But yeah. it's on the ground floor. There's a trellis outside, oh. um, and they and they come to his house at five forty eight a.m. He which I used to think was really fucking early mm. until now, until yeah. I became an adult. And, until you became uh, an actor, it's actually, it's actually quite late. Yeah, mm. it really is quite late in the in the morning. Because um, I'm not an actor, Jim, but I'm guessing you've had like early calls. Oh God, yeah, yeah, See, big makeups. Yeah. I, I'm in North London, so going to mm. Wimbledon. But we did we shot series three of Yonderland in Wimbledon, and uh, there were some four o'clockers. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the in the in the, in the hour of four is uh, is not fun. Did you do any pickups? Um, on the way there. Oh no no no! I mean, I'm trying I'm trying to engage with you as an actor. Sorry. <laughs> what on Yonderland? Yeah, I don't yeah. think we had. I don't think we had time. Yeah. Pickups on pickups on the day. What about, In fact, most any... of the scenes were shot as pickups, to be honest, because, uh, yeah, just you... say that line. No, you say that line. Did you have any camera angles? Um, I had, oh, I've, I've got them written down. Yeah. Any Dutch angles? <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. Wow. Dutch, yeah. Chinese. Mm. Good. Well, we've done our um, So yeah. M comes to his house. Yes, and I like... And what... Sorry. No, I was going to say that I like that Bond's house kind of feels like, you know that bit in Boogie Nights where Dirk Diggler's like, look at my house. Yes. Because he's got that lovely sliding cupboard. He's got a beautiful sliding cupboard. He's got mm. a, a lovely sort of um, mezzanine sort of, I suppose, uh, can you say it's a mezzanine? Yeah. It's, 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 it's another level. Mm. It's a set, isn't mm. it? Let's mm. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's funny about that scene is that M walks into his house and starts to sort of walk immediately to his bedroom. Mm. Like he's in some sort of trance. I will never not laugh my fucking ass off when he opens the door and M's face. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of, it's, it's like a farce. He just looks at him <laughs> like, Bond gives him that look like, oh, Jesus Christ. And M looks at him like, yeah, I don't want to be here either. I don't, I, 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 as he opened the door, the this smell is, probably this, wafted out and he was just oh, like, oh God. God. Just All the smell, smell of, of fluids. Of, of, Night sex. Yeah. God. Uh, but I love this scene because, again, it's just... If you were ever in any doubt, if you were like a Connery purist at the time, and if you were ever in any doubt, of, is Bernard Lee going to work with Roger Moore? Yes, immediately. I think Bernard Lee and Moore worked wonderful. I think yeah. I think that this scene... I think I, what the scene in Moonraker when they walk into uh, Drax's... Well, they think they're walking into a lab and it's actually a sort of big, ornate yes. hall... The scene after that yeah. moment, uh, where he says bollocks to the minister, go after him. Mm. I think that's his. I think that's one of his greatest scenes, the, and that's that's towards the end of his life as well. I think isn't yeah. it? That one? Yes, yeah, it is. he says to him, um, "Oh, I, I was planning on taking a sabbatical to Rio," and he says, "Ah, oh, yes, I believe you mentioned it." That's mm. lovely, and yeah, as you say, that's the it's last great. thing he did, and then he died. It is, it is, and there's something lovely about the uh, Brosnan Bonds. I've noticed mm. is that there's a there's a portrait of him. Mm. In the, in the off in the M's office, yeah, which is lovely. It is. Unfortunately, he's, it's, it's him drinking. <laughs> it's not really. No. It should be though. <laughs> it's him just downing a bottle of vodka. It's booze. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so that was M. That was, was M, wasn't it, was. it? I mean, Judy preferred bourbon. It's bloody early. 
And of course, the coffee machine, which is essentially oh. a model of Luton Airport. <laughs> It's got it's got its own it's got its own traffic control tower that yeah. coffee machine. Yeah, it's like that old advert with the brook 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 brook. Yes. and I just love M pointing at it and going, "Is that all it does? Is that all it does? That's brilliant. That's oh, just amazing. I love it." Uh, but they were the Italians were most impressed by the way that Bond handled the Rome affair. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the line, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. There's one small complaint, good. though, Jimmy. They, they seem to be missing one of their agents, so Miss Caruso. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, you know where she is, don't you? She's in the bloody. She's in the bloody closet. She is. Not like that. Um. Not like that. No. no. I mean, well, she might be. Well, far from it, I'd say. Although she, <laughs> might, you know, she, she yeah. You know, but um, yeah, Miss Caruso mm. Mm. Uh, is safely t- has been tucked away. And of course, Money Penny enters. Then mm-hmm. she's trailing after M, mm. um, and does the decent thing. Yeah, because Caruso uh, gives her a think, shh when she sees yes, it. Yes, yes. But M's primarily there to tell him that loads of agents have died, and he needs to go and find out what's going on. Three agents. Three agents yeah. have been killed. One's been killed by Bruno's organ. Yep. One was killed um, by a snake. But one was killed, the old, really old one was mm. killed by a snake. Although I think he probably had a heart attack before the snake got near him. Yeah, mm. yeah. Or just died he of prob- natural he, causes. He probably could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, the poison did work pretty fast. Yeah. I'm not a snake expert. No. But I think, it, it, I mean, it would, you would have to have be the, well, you would have to be the most poisonous snake in the world to administer a bite that kills a man that quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and some. Oh, yeah. I've never meant and some more than that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes. Bond is then issued with his watch. Oh, yes. Powerful enough to deflect the path of a bullet. Uh, I'm tempted to try that theory right now. Is that, is that, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because that's when he say, when he turns it on and the spoon floods across the room and M goes, "Good God, good God!" <laughs> Surely M would be well acquainted to mm. Q branches, gadgets, and gizmos by now. You'd think so, wouldn't you? I maybe mean, he's, he's just seen. drunk all the time. Maybe he is. Yeah. Maybe he's. Maybe he has. Maybe he's got the memory of a goldfish. Yeah. Um, I never realised quite how important a spoon was. Mm. Uh, it, it means a lot to him. It means a great deal to him. The integrity of the of the of the cup, the source of the spoon. Maybe he's been get outed because <laughs> the spoon's quite he's... important in that, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. So the 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 coffee, the the spoon, and then he just puts the drink back down. He doesn't even bloody he doesn't stir even anything. Drink it? No, he just says, he "Drink it." Money Penny's got all your passports and <clears throat> flights and everything, and off you go. Off to, off you go and to then, New York. And then the off they apple. go, and Bond gets. Um, Caruso out of the uh, cupboard, out of his sliding well, cupboard. Yeah, he, he really, I mean, he's, he has a little play with his watch. He opens the door with mm-hmm. his watch, and then he undresses her with his watch. Sheer magnetism, darling. I mean, wonderful. Mm. And this is when you really get, I think you get to see and hear the sort of tone of the film mm. at this point. It's a raunchy, it's a raunchy number. Yeah. Um. With a with a yeah a, fit, a beat that just don't quit. Oh, absolutely! Because the soundtrack, which I think you're alluding to, is yes. just fucking amazing. And I tell you something amazing about George Martin. When I was writing on my own blog, basically, about twelve years ago, 
Uh, I emailed, I worked out who his, I found out who his agent was. I emailed him and said, would George Martin fancy doing just a tiny email interview about the soundtrack to Live and Let Die? Expected to hear nothing. I think within about three days, he got a reply saying he'd love to. Wow. And uh, sadly, it's gone oh now because the website's disappeared. But he replied um, within about a day, two days. And he was Incredible. just so nice and just said basically that um, he told the story that I'm sure everybody knows, but I'll tell it again anyway, that when they played the demo of Live and Let Die to uh, Harry Saltzman, or Broccoli, one of, the, one of the two, they said, yeah, that's great. Who are you going to get to sing it? And they said, well, Paul is going to sing it. But they wanted somebody else. They wanted Aretha Franklin, I believe. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, I'd love to hear that. Ver- I'd love yeah. to hear that version. Yeah. Genuinely. I, I was reading, um, I, 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 um, I went to Vietnam a, few e- oh, a couple of years ago and I was reading yeah. um, Roger's Live and Let Diaries. Oh, yeah. And uh, when he first heard that track... Mm. He said that it wasn't the sound, it wasn't, I can't remember, it's not verbatim, but it wasn't mm. the music of the past or the music of the present. It was the music of the, it was the future. He was right. Um, I, well, he was. It's like H.G. Wells. But it really is, it's a piece of work. Mm. And it's used, it's, it's used almost as a suite mm. throughout the whole film. Um, it's wonderful. It's such an inspired bit because, as you say, it's not the main theme. It's just the da da da, da da da. It works so perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you could just bathe in it. I mean, it's a soundtrack I listen to a lot. But also the middle eight as well, the kind mm. of, you know, the, the sort of reggae uh, middle eight yeah. is, uh, is used a, a lot. The yellow fact, reggae. You know, the, the song is kind of, you know, cut into pieces. And mm. again, it is almost like a suite for the yeah. whole film. It works very well when they do turn up in San Monique and it's all jaunty. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there because Roger's, anyway. Roger's uniform at that point is. Um, so Solitaire, we see a nice little bit where Solitaire's. We don't know who she is yet, but she's laying cards down to say a man comes. Mm. Yeah, she's watching a confessions film, and she says a man comes over water, <laughs> and um, so she's kind of predicting that Bond's coming, and and that you know they're they got to stop him. Yes, because he brings yes. death and destruction. Crash zoom into a windmill. <laughs> Could have been Frank Spencer. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of crash zooms in this, there are. which you don't see in, in Golden Gun. So I no. think that perhaps, yeah. I'll tell you who else a... was a fan of those as well. Um, John Glenn. Oh, really? There's a really annoying one. It gets on my nerves every time in Living Daylights when um, uh, Georgi picks up the phone. And um, later on, he's, after he's done that, I told you, I told you. When he picks yeah. up the phone and it's um, a Cara, he does a literally like a, um, and it zooms right in on his face. And you're like, oh, that's a bit. Hmm. Did, uh, did, I can't remember. Did John Glenn direct Octopussy? Yes. Well, then, you know, that's, that's. Oh, of course. The, the, the crash zoom right there. <laughs> yeah. They've, they wove it into the story. The cleave zoom. The cleave that zoom. doesn't even work. <laughs> At least it wasn't a gash zoom, right, Jim? Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so Bond, <laughs> Bond arrives at the airport and is picked up by his driver, who looks like he's from Rent-A-Gangster. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does. He, 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 he looks like a kind of panini sticker. He looks like a sort of um, like a 70s footballer, <laughs> like a, you know, a sort of centre-half. Um or maybe even a maybe even a swashbuckling fullback. This is interesting because mm. this is something else. I will go back to these diaries, but mm. um, this 
sequence in the in the shoot schedule. This was his first lines in the film. Yeah. Steady on, Charlie. Mm. We want that. We want to get there in one piece. Mm. And he'd already done two weeks of of, of uh, shooting. Uh, they'd done all the speedboat stuff first. Oh, yes, that's um, right. I need to and so he hadn't that. actually heard his own voice as Bond, which is wow. a massive deal as a, yeah. as a performer. Mm. And to, picking up the baton, um, oh. be- becoming Bond and not being able to, talk, to speak as Bond for two weeks, mm. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, it is. But he, his driver gets killed by Whisper. Enter Whisper. Yeah. One of many, this is another great thing about this film, is that mm. it, it, there's a number of henchmen in it. Mm. And often, like, the best bits, I think, certainly as a child, I, the things I enjoyed most of all in Bonds were the henchmen fights. Yes. Um, and there's, well, I don't think you can really count Baron Samdi's fight because that's just, uh, it's just kind of pathetic. Yeah. But, and Whisper doesn't really fight. No. But certainly Adam, who we meet later on, yeah, and um, Teehee. Teehee, yeah. There's a there's a lot of sort of henchman ish characters, mm. and th- this whisper. I'm not sure what he's good for, but hey, look, he'd be shit at if there was an emergency. There's a fire. Yeah, he'd be there's so shit. I mean, he can barely lift a man. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I'm not sure. He, he can't he, hear he, him. He doesn't even doesn't even make a good bloody waiter. No, your champagne, sir. Shall I open it? <laughs> Shall I open it? Gets a bit angry the next one. Shall I open it? You're right. Um, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> he, <laughs> anyway, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shall I open it? it <laughs> All right. <laughs> so whisper. Yeah. Whisper turns up. Yeah. Pulls up alongside Charlie, Charlie, mm. and bloody uh, shoots him in the bloody temple with a bloody dart. Thing. Dart, a bloody dart, a dart. Yeah, not fucking about, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> he means business. Um, <laughs> sometimes I wish I had one of those. What a whisper? No, well, you know, I don't. I'm not a man who sort of suffers from road rage, but. No. Often, when you know, when someone sort of takes the mick mm. on the road, mm. you just want to see what they look like, don't you? You want to see yeah. who they are. Yeah. And there's been occasion where I wouldn't. I've wanted a whisper wind 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 mirror. Yeah, and you have to check it's not Kenneth not to Noy. kill someone. No, just to you know check it's not Kenneth Noy. Exactly. <laughs> Let him get away with it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, me too. I'd love to have that. I also, I'd like a kind of Mad Max style car where I can just like put stick the nitro on. Oh yeah, yeah. Be free. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. And then we we enter a kind of a sequence which was apparently terrifying mm. for Roger. I bet. Um, it because, looks unwieldy. Well, it's you can see it's him. There's a shot from the. Unlike sort of his later bonds, yeah, it's definitely him. And it's there's a shot, I sort of obviously from a, like a low loader, but but the car is sort of driving on its own. So they must have had some sort of some sort of someone in the in the in the foot the foot uh, area pressing the pedals and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, scary stuff. Yeah, and it's an actual freeway. 
Yeah. A lot of people kind of, I suppose, look down their nose at this Bond a little bit because the interiors seem a bit sort of cheap and shoddy. But some of the action sequences, especially this one, Mm. you know, it's all New York. It's Mm -hmm. bloody hard to film in New York. Mm. Especially then. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he, he rings up Felix, David Hedison. Friends to the end. Yeah. They were. Friends yeah. to the end. Bless yeah. him. Isn't that nice? Really nice. Especially after he got eaten by sharks. Well, you know, he had the strength to uh, mm. write a lovely tribute. Um, he obviously, he's not really Felix. No. Let's put, yeah. Put but that he's, to bed. Uh, put that to bed. But they both lived to a... A ripe old age and passed quite soon after each other, I think. That's right. Both in North Sea Hijack as well. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So there you Do go. Do you reckon Roger swung in the part? I reckon he did. I know well, someone who'd be very good at that part. Ah, David! <laughs> God, I love North Sea Hijack. Um, so he brings up Felix and Felix says, uh, we, 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 we want to keep an eye on this Kananga fella. Uh, yeah. But he loves it. He says that line, which always pops in my head, where he says he's in there. Does he say he's knitting a scarf right now? Yeah. Talking about he's how in, he's yeah, waffling, he, basically. Yeah. He's in there right now. Knitting, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that expression. But, <laughs> but he isn't. He turned on a tape recorder and then him and his friends dress up. I suppose as it's pimps. kind of yarn, something to do with yarn. Yeah. Yarn. Yes. Yeah. So his friends are, yeah, his friends are all pimps. Yeah. Which kind of, when I think about it now, mm. kind of gives away everything, doesn't it? Does a bit. <laughs> like, the whole Mr. Big thing. Yeah. I mean, I always knew it was Kananga. Yeah. I was never, ever fooled. No. I can't remember the first time I saw it, so no. I can't genuine, I can't say truthfully, but I don't think I was. No. And this just gives it all away. Yeah, it does. But it's like, you, again, in your book, when you talk about, I wish that I could... Uh, I wish I could have seen him record that. Yeah, because he goes on for ages. I mean, what was he doing? Was he playing pool or something? Or I reckon he was being filleted. Like, wow. Mm. I, def- I would definitely like to hear that speech. <laughs> and presumably he would have had to make other speeches. Presumably he's, he's got a repertoire of these. Well, he, he's got a lot of time on San Monique, hasn't he, on that island? There's not much going on there. Oh, I suppose. I suppose, it's like, I suppose he's always kind of looking through papers and sort of looking bored at his desk. I guess it was like writing of, a, a lot blog. Of scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can write a blog on it, Sam and Eek, and when you get to New York, you can go pimping. There you go. And selling your your H. Your H, your horse. Yeah. Um, well, Bond we goes are... to see Occult. Oh, yes. The, the voodoo shop. Where you can get... Draft excuses. Draft excuses. Snake draft excuses. And he asks it to be wrapped lengthwise. Yeah, that's lengthwise. a good joke. It is a good joke. Yeah. Lengthwise, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sell everything. They've got like skulls. They've got like... Um... Do you reckon they've got those kind of squidgy faces you used to get when you put yes. your fingers in and... Yeah. And boggles. Or boglins. Oh, yeah. Boglins. That's what they were. Yeah. Boglins. And, and that one where you like a monster that lives in a cardboard cage, my pet monster or something. Probably yes. sell them as well. Wow. Micro machines. Yeah. Tracy Island, but it's like an evil version <laughs> where everyone's a zombie. And then we're into the <laughs> car park. The back the back room, the car mm. park. When he yeah. He finds and the car is, that shot it. Finds the car, 
the lift opens mm. and the and the gang walk out and you just see their shoes and it looks like Slade's walking by. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's not Slade. No. It could the be. shoes are insane. It was like yeah. furniture. It's like yeah. furniture on their feet. Yeah. Um so he races out and ha- hails a cab. That's right. And then says, uh, keep on the tail of that jukebox. There's an extra 20 in it for you. Do you think he was sort of um, spotting up on the slang I on the flight so. over? I reckon he just watched um, Slade. I'll say Slade. Airplane. Shaft. Airplane. Yeah, airplane. <laughs> He's just watched Shaft go to New Orleans. <laughs> and this is where we meet our cab driver. Yeah. Who's great. Yeah. He's only in it I'm twice, looking up his yeah. name. I don't know his name. Here we go. This is the Bennett. This is, the fact that I'm at home, I can I can mm. almost cheat. The truth mm. is, John, I haven't seen this film. I'm just I've just got IMDb in front of me, right? And I'm uh, essentially yeah. cheating. You're doing ever so Arnold well. Williams. His name is, and he does a he's a bloody good turn in this. Mm. Yes, as I say, he's only in it twice, but he's very memorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mainly because really he does good. that line about "I'll take you to a Ku Klux Klan cookout." Yeah. Yeah. Which was, yeah. which was, I, you know, which was... Um, a thing? A thing. Oh. You know. Although you didn't want to be wearing those robes when you were working the, the grill. No. And you'd go up. I mean, yeah, what is that? I guess it's a barbecue, is it? It's, a, it's yeah. literally just a barbecue. That's what Americans call a barbecue, a cookout. Wow. Yeah. There you go. You learn everything watching American films. He's being tailed. Yeah. He's being tailed by... Everybody. Well, everybody. everybody's just got about some, everyone in Harlem. It's like convoy. Everyone's like, "Yeah, he's gone. He's just gone past Big Mama Six. Doesn't say that. But <laughs> if it was convoy, they would. Uh, but he and somewhere up, in there, somewhere in there is is our man. Yeah, we, we don't we, know he's our man. No, we don't. No, uh, but but he ends up at the Philly of Soul restaurant or bar. Mm. Not sure which one. Let's just say which it. has an excellent menu. It does every time I watch Philly of Soul hmm. and I haven't eaten. Mm. I get quite hungry at the lobster rolls and mm. pizza rolls. Yeah. And it's also cheap. Sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like carry on at your convenience. You know, they've got like the, all the rolls. Yeah. Well, Crusty that's, rolls. That's some great rolls in it. It really did. So James was very good. In fact, doesn't someone lean on one and it's a, there's a joke about crusty roll or something? Yeah, know. I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah he asks because cause we're a new bond now and we can't be associated with Sean instead of asking for a vodka martini shaken not stirred he asks does he ask for a bo- bur- bourbon with he no does. ice he does bourbon neat with no ice that's, that's right. extra man yeah he gets a bit of lip he does and um, so they've all got the same attitude as Whisper there is, it's true there are mm. many like you know there are many firsts in this film not just mm. Roger but also Bond's home mm-hmm uh, vodka martinis out the window mm-hmm. um, it's always a bourbon yeah and later on when he's got his gun which we'll get to it's not a Walther PPK is it not it's I thought bit... it was a Walther was it didn't he I thought well, he his, had a big no, but his, fucking magnum but he loses his Walther he loses his Walther in, the, in Mr Big's office no, of you course see. he does yes you're right so he probably borrowed it off uh, Coral Jr yeah he borrows it off but yeah, yeah that's it well yeah. that, actually um who gives him the magnum? Who gives him the magnum? I think oh, maybe it's Felix. Felix gives him the magnum right at the end when they're on the boat. Anyway, we're, anyway. we're getting ahead yeah, of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the, the the room turned, the, the, the revolve, the revolving door. Mm. And my favourite scene in the whole film. 
when he turns into the office and the music kicks in. I think, yes. it's, I think it's on the soundtrack. It's called Bond Meets Solitaire. Yes. So good. It just pumps along in the background. Yeah. As he really just wanders around being a being a dick, basically. Yeah. Oh, he loves yeah. it. He loves it. He's he, not, he's not he's scared just, at all. No, he's so cool. Mm. And it just, it gives you a, yeah. It's it's where you know you're a, you're in good you're in safe hands with this bond. Mm. He hasn't got a bloody clue where he is. No, nope. but he's happy to flirt. All the tarot cards have secretly got 007 written on them for some reason. Very meta. Very fake. strange. Yeah. Again, this is it. it kind of took a turn after because one thing that used to throw me because I used to love Diamonds Are Forever as well. I used to kind of mm. I loved all the more bonds when I was a kid, but that I was I was really into that one as well. Me too. Yeah. And. Um, Oh, Tiffany gosh. Case. Tiffany Case. She says you just killed Case. James Bond. You just killed James Bond. Mm. Is that who it is? Mm. Is that who it was? Yep. It's it, He's famous. Anyway, mm. look, we're in the office. Yeah. The doors, which are remarkable doors, mm. they open together. Mm. Um, we meet Teehee. Yes. Who's got a claw. He's got a claw. Julius Harris. Mm. He's great. Who, He's amazing. And and him and Roger Moore actually were, were very good friends on this shoot. That's right, yeah. They became really good friends. And I I I can't I'm trying to think about the book. I can't really remember, but I believe that the um the mechanism on the claw was to do with his breath. Right. Was to do with him moving his chest up and down. Right. Like it wasn't you would think it was just something simply like on his hand, the end of his hand, like oh. Just a pulley, hmm. but yeah, maybe I was. Maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe but you I'm are. I'm pretty sure that it's something to do with his his kind of chest and the way he or his breathing kind of interrupted the the, the mechanism somehow. Or hmm. He had a lot of problems with it, basically. Oh right, okay. Well, he couldn't get to grips with his oh. claw, butter hook. Mm. Yeah, he, he crushes Bond's gun, which I've always quite enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love the way Roger just doesn't go, oh, you know, shit. He actually goes and puts it in the bin. Yeah, and, and says... You know, very satisfying. Funny, f- funny how the slightest thing amuses him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brilliant. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a high-end bin, that. It is. Because it doesn't, it doesn't look like a high-end bin, but it's mm. obviously very, very solid. Yeah. It can take a gun. Um, take a gun. Mm. It can take a gun. But then we meet Mr. Big. He looks like one of your toes when you've been in the bath for over an hour. <laughs> I was going to say, he looks like Lenny Henry in True Identity. <laughs> He's got a... He doesn't look well, does he? No. He's got a sheen about him. Rick Baker. I can't believe it. Mm. I read that in your book. And, yeah. and uh, it's... Um, yeah, well, you know, you, you know you've got to... Got to start I mean, somewhere. Yeah, I, I doff my hat to Mr. Baker. Mm. But, um, yeah, I don't really... I mean, I kind of see the point of it, but mm. we've already seen Kananga. I don't know. It just feels like a kind of hole that they didn't really consider, perhaps. But he has the best lines when he says, names is for tombstones, baby. Take this honky yes. outside and waste him. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an impact. I love it. And then they take Bond, they take Bond into the alley uh, with two quite feckless henchmen, I must say. Yeah, see, the last sequence they shot, actually, in the film, this was. Oh, yes, that's right. They went back to New York mm. to rap. Um, not like, not like that. He didn't say, I'm James Bond, and I'm here to say. 
by that stage, I mean, they'd done Jamaica, they'd done the lot. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, he, um, he, he, well, it's the, does he kill them? Well, he kicks one in the chest and that seems to kill him. I I mean, I always assumed that he was just, he just knocked them out. Yeah. Proper. Yeah. But kicking, I've always bothered me that he he kicks one in the chest and he goes, oh, and then he just, he's out for the count. So unless he had like a heart condition. Yeah, maybe he already had <laughs> a heart condition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bond just got lucky. Mm. Not but, there, not in the chest, not in the chest. Oh, for fuck's sake. But then we get the, drop it. Yeah. Uh, what a voice. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, What was his name? Oh, I can't remember. I'm looking at it now. Lon Satin. Oh, there you go. Lon Satin, what a name. Yeah. And yeah, great voice. Uh, he gets that um, wonderful line where he says, great disguise, Bond, white man in Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he never kind of, he's he's a cool cat, mm. Strutter. He, he never sort of, he never really keeps eye contact with Bond. He's no. always kind of uh, on his, on guard. Um, I immediately kind of warmed to him. And when we were kids, I used to hang out with, there was a kind of a group of us. Mm. So the oldest of us would always get to play Bond. Mm. And this was a good film to kind of spread the kind of heroes uh, if you wanted to play like a group game. Mm. So one of us would be Strutter, one of us would be Felix, and one of us would be Quarrel Jr. Nice. Um, and yeah, we could, it was kind of A-teamy. You were kind of doing the GoldenEye multi-ba- multiplayer I mean, Christ! If they did a live and let die, well, there was there was Sandy was in Goldeneye, wasn't he? Yeah. In the video game, yeah. In the video game, oh. yeah. Yeah, they did have live and let die. He was probably die. kicking around. I mean, he can't yeah. die. I mean, sure, he's kicking around somewhere. Yeah, he should sharpen a new one. No, he shouldn't. Oh, that, wouldn't do that. that be great? It would, but they do it wrong. <laughs> yeah, they would. Of course, they would. They'd give him a bloody. They're making Bond's brother. Oh. They're making Bond's uncle. Oh God! Well, they could do it. They could do it with. Um, Don Warrington playing him, and then you could have Ray Fiennes as Mr. Rigsby. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's the 21st century, we could have Kate Beckinsale as Alan. Richard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my God, Balance Amity. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we, we see this Strutter is a CIA agent. And yes. uh, Felix is talking to him through the lighter, and that's when we get oh, a genuine Felix lighter. Felix lighter. Um, and this was the moment because um, I assume we all had the same copy, the same VHS copy mm. recorded off the telly. Mm. The moment where, where so um, Felix gives him the instructions and tells him to get himself over to San Monique. Yes. Um, because I can't remember the actual line. I knew you want to get a piece of where the real action is or something like mm. that. But the real action is was the cue for the adverts. Mm. And then you'd get like you'd get like sort of Ridley Scott's future smoker advert and it'd scare the shit out of you. Yeah. And then um and then it would come back to uh yeah. Or well it sc- would come back to uh Baron S- Samady himself. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he's basically running around he's kind of like a dystopian Ted Bovis. He's sort of running around <laughs> <laughs> entertaining everybody who's there for a dinner. He's in a sort of. He's got the top half done, mm. and his his bottom half is essentially a towel. He's being introduced by like a Jimmy Kimmel lookalike. Yes, um, and uh, he's yeah, he's just um, strutting around like a like a nutcase. He says, "This is Baron Somebody, the man who cannot die." Don't worry, folks, it's just <laughs> an actor. But for our purposes, <laughs> and then we never find out what that is. No. 
He's, I don't know what it is. And then you've got sort of a crab, crab man doing mm. a sort of oh, crab God. act. Still freaks me out. Yeah. I don't like it. It's very Todd. Is it Todd Browning It did Freaks? It's very Todd Browning and yeah. don't like it. Yeah, it's kind of pink flamingos mm. It's kind of weird. Like, you know, if you had IBS, it would be a very good way to solve it. <laughs> it would. <laughs> but Bond goes to I, his, uh, his chalet. Well, he, first goes he, chalet. Well, he goes to his reception. Mm. Yeah. Checks in and he's mm. told that, that Mrs. Bond is waiting for him. Yeah. Mrs. Bond? Mm. I thought to myself. Yeah. So She's did, dead, isn't she? Yeah. So did he. He should exactly. say, I just buried the bitch. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Um, off he goes to his, uh, uh, what can we say, chalet? It's like, like a, a bungalow. It's like a bungalow. It's a bungalow, yes. And he walks past Jeffrey Holder again. He walks mm. past Baron Samady, yeah. who looks like he's kind of giving out a sort of recipe. Yeah. <laughs> he's making sort of gestures with his finger. That means just a little bit of salt. He's doing after dinner. He's doing like after dinner theatre, isn't he? It's an after. He's an after dinner speaker. He's doing he's one of those his... dining experiences. He's probably doing like Only Falls and Horses. <laughs> Rodney, you plunker. Where's this he's woman's doing... cheesecake? He's talking at Lords uh, yes. the week after. Yes, he's doing uh, the, uh, the, the 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 yeah. Any the ICC. We're in the bungalow, yeah. and there's a there's a wardrobe full of ladies' clothes, but there's no one there. There's no one there. So what's going on? So Bond she's gets obviously, his kit She's obviously out. watching this show. Yeah, she must be. His, it's his wash kit. Mm, I love which it. Which I loved. Mm. In fact, I think I can remember kind of trying to adapt my own wash kit. I definitely did. My dad had a like, brush like that. Or my mum did. Oh, yeah. Too. And you'd put like an aerial on it and yeah. a little button and stuff. And it has it's that really like, satisfying clicking noise. Oh, yeah. Well, he can't. He goes to talking it, you see. Mm. We, we're, we're, we're shown its, its use. Mm. Goes to talking to it. He looks around. The place is bugged. Yeah. What what kind of gets me now is that he sort of gives up checking the place. Yeah. But I would have like everything would be ruined in that room. Mm. Also, wouldn't they satisfied? hear the clicks? So they'd be able to hear the Morse code. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. a bit pointless. But I guess One the clicks are for our purposes. But for our purposes, mm. yes, the clicks are for our purposes. Yeah. Um, he uses a grape to to nullify one mic, That's and then right. he rips the other one off. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. And then he runs himself a bath, as you do, as you do, and, and sort of plops into it. it. It actually sounds like he's having a massive shit in the bath. <laughs> it's a very shallow it bath. Is. It bothers me. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, shaving in the bath bothers me. Mm. Uh, he hasn't washed yet. He hasn't sort of no. used that water. It's going to be full of bristles. It's going to be full of stubbles and, and all sorts of That's right. skin. No, I don't like that. Um, but the snake then gets passed through the ventilation. The air vent. And, and this is where we coaxed get, down. Yeah, he gets coaxed down. And then we get this track, which is called Snakes Alive, I think, where it's all yeah. full of like uh, winding up and down cellos and violins and things. It's really eerie. Mm. Yeah, it's there lovely. you go. That's my acapella. It's perfect. At which in at which point it's enter whisper. Yes, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> at which point we enter whisper. <laughs> oh. Whisper uh, comes. That hurts. Uh, yeah. Anybody? Anybody home? <laughs> anybody home? Yes. It's a hotel. Speak I mean, up. It's so it's so weird. <laughs> now, why why does Whisper 
come in. What what is the point of Whisper being there? Is it just so we can see that he's? We already know he's being watched. There's a there's a snake being put into the bathroom. Mm. What's the point of Whisper coming in? The, the the champagne's not poisoned, is it? No, no. There's no point. It's just so we know that the you know he's being. We're we're in control here. Yeah. Um. He's basically the so... Claude Littner of <laughs> Samedi's operation. And then, then, then there's a kind of to and fro, which I still find hilarious, <laughs> which is um, Whisper just asking if he can open the champagne. <laughs> Shall I open it? And then, what? <laughs> Shall I open it? <laughs> just leave it over there, will you? It's a really grumpy. I mean, Bond doesn't know that this guy is an assassin. No. He's just bloody rude to the man. He does give him some money, though, doesn't he? Oh, he does give him. No, he does give him a tip. Yeah, yeah thank so, you. He does give him a tip. So yeah. Whisper's done all right at that one because he isn't uh, technically staff. Then back to the bed, the bathroom, mm, where he gets his cigar out. A lot of cigars in this film. Yeah, again, they didn't want him to be smoking cigarettes. Right. We wanted, Why to, be is di- that? We wanted to be different from Sean. We want it to be different from Sean. That's yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. And, and there's mm. another one later on in the uh, Sky Glider. That's hand right. Glider. That's right. Sky Glider. Uh, hand Glider. It's a per- ideal place I find when hand gliding to have a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> How the bloody hell did he light that? When did he light it? I don't know. You're supposed to light a cigar with a match, you know. Yeah. It's like you're, not not a lighter. So mm. how the bloody hell did that work out? Q. Also, mm. well, yeah. Anyway, Whisper's gone. Yeah. He goes back into the bathroom. Mm. Here's an interesting fact. The shot with the snake creeping up to his feet, mm. where you see his feet, yeah. it's not Roger Moore. No. Who is Did it? Did you know this? No, who is it? It's a, I think, I don't know. It was one of the crew, actually. Oh. It was just one of the crew. They, I think they wanted this shot. Oh. Um, they didn't get it. And they, I think they shot it at the end of the day. And Roger watched it back and wasn't happy because the replacement had flat feet. They also quite hairy feet. They look like hobbit feet. A little bit. <laughs> I wonder if Roger was scared of snakes. It's Charlie. It's Charlie. Charlie's back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. He, he tells the story that Jeffrey Holder was like ridiculously scared of snakes. Oh, really? Yeah, like couldn't be near them, but at the end had to jump in a big lot of them and hold them and all sorts. And, and, and sort of romp, romp with them. Romp with them. Yes. Yeah, romp them. Um, so here, the, the cigar comes into effect. Yes. Well, first he kills uh, the snake. He burns, yeah, he frazzles up the snake. Oh. And then... A gun uh, comes through the door. A gun comes through the door, but they, they say this is, this is something that sort of bothers me about the film. Uh-huh. They, the, it's the worst case of body doubling I think I've ever seen. Yeah. The hand is... Clearly, a, a white male. They uh-huh. they they blacked up his hand. His hands are like Pat Jennings' hands. <laughs> They're huge. Yeah. And subsequently, the stunt onto the bed is essentially Zenadine Zidane mm. in a in a Scouser wig, <laughs> blacked up. Yeah. With, I mean, it's a man. Yeah. Easy. It's well, it's certainly not rosy. No. And it's so obvious mm. now, but. Hey. It was a different time. It was a different time. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah. But also, but it was onto a bed, wasn't it? I mean, it could yeah. have been, it could, it's all right. It's like a, it's like 
a little bouncy castle game. Yeah, bouncy castle. Yeah, but he uh, he turns on the light and he says, "Mrs. Bond, I presume." And then he's because he, he, he's got her gun. He does that bit where he just uh, flicks the revolving barrel round and says, "Standard issue CIA Smith and Weston." Yeah, and um, yeah, and then says, you know, basically says you can have sex with me tonight if you want. Yeah, but she well, goes. Yes, she says I've got my own room, and then she finds the snake, and then you get that wonderful line of, "Oh yes, you should never go in there without a mongoose." <laughs> <laughs> You should never go in there without a mongoose. Oh, uh, it's, it's it's kind of it is very partridge that that line. And then there's the um, the sort of riddle. It's just a, a hand who belonged to a small man with limited means who had a fight, lost a fight with a chicken. <sighs> she says it's a warning. I love that line though. It's so good. What what Rosie's line? No, or, the, his or, line or, about or, a small <laughs> man with limited means who lost a fight with a chicken. The chicken. <laughs> limited means. Oh. He's got. It's, it's a very tatty hat, Jim. It's a tatty hat, is it? Yeah. It just looks like a miniature top hat. It doesn't. Does it look tatty? It's, it's, I, I remember it being quite tatty. Oh, okay. Yeah. But did so. So that was something else that was left there. So they had this. You've had. You've got the snake. Uh-huh. You've got whisper, yeah. and you've got the bloody hat. Yeah. What next? What next? Well, the twist will come. Yeah. And then this. You might not be able to help me with this bit because you know what? There's a bit coming up which never. I've never really understood. I think I know exactly what you're going to say, and okay. I don't either. No, okay, so... Where the fuck did the card come from? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Is it meant to be solitaire? Because no. I don't think it is. No. So who who sent it? Because that's, that's where he gets his next clue from. The, the, ta- yeah. the card suggests to him that... Or the card's telling him that Rosie is a baddie, I believe. Yes. So yes. That's, so that's how he finds out, but no. I, I mean... <sighs> it could be, perhaps that it's Rosie's been set up herself mm. and that that doesn't make any sense at all does it no 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 it just it's a it's a big old hole isn't it it is oh Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So 
anyway. the next day, they get up in the morning because she doesn't want to be on her own in the, at night. And Roger's wearing the worst outfit I've ever seen. So let's talk about it. It's it's mm. a double denim number. Yeah. Big flared trousers. Big flared trousers. Pumps. Mm-hmm. White pumps. Yeah. Uh, um, big denim jacket thing and a, 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 a white vest. Yeah. He looks like one of those. He looks like one of the extras that storms the stadium and escape to victory. <laughs> he's, 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 that's that's how just how seventies he's he looks. Yeah. Um. He's he's have, Rosie's having a shower. Yeah. And he and he gets the card, yeah. the mysterious card. And then he says he's, he's going to pop to the tarot shop. Yeah, it's the Queen of Cups, isn't it? The yeah. Queen of Cups is the card, which we find out what it means later. Yeah. Yeah. Goes to the goes to the tarot shop mm-hmm. to seek advice. Is this the point where he buys a a ton of lovers cards? I'm guessing so. How many lovers cards have you got? Oh, we've got about five hundred. I'll have them all. How many lovers cards come in a pack of tarot cards? <laughs> Is it two? Maybe Is it two of each. Yeah. One for the dealer and one for the yeah the the, <laughs> the customer. It must be. So, I mean, there's a lot of lovers. He would have had to buy a, a stack of them. Mm. Anyway, that's in the back with the hamper. Yeah. And they go on, they go on a picnic because she's going to show him where Baines was killed. Uh, up. Is it, is it over the hill down there? Yeah. And she says, um, he says, I thought Baines was killed in the hills, darling. And she says, up the hills down there. Yeah. And yeah. He says, oh, well, let's have a bite of lunch. I have some excellent pate in the hamper. There's an excellent pate in the hamper. Yeah, it's it's, it's extraordinary. And, um, then, and then they have what? What else is in that hamper? I exactly. like. I reckon it's sort of a maybe a Ginster's buffet bar. Yeah, pork pie, pork pie. Yeah, Fortnum's. Do you know what? That's funny because what wasn't that Roger Moore's favourite food? Was a Fortnum's pork pie. Yes. Well, there's that wonderful story where there was a newspaper, a local newspaper, did an, a, a, an exclusive saying spotted Roger Moore eating a Scotch egg in. Uh, uh, in a restaurant in our town, and on Twitter, Roger replied saying, "Actually, it was a ham hock terrine." <laughs> oh, those were the days. Yeah, and Twitter was nice. Uh, oh. So he, he has sex with Rosie, and then he shows her the card and says, um, "I've got the Queen of Cups, which means you're a deceitful, perverse woman, a liar, a cheat." And, and I puts, want some answers now. And he puts a gun in her face. I love that because she says, "You wouldn't do that after what we've just done." <laughs> I certainly wouldn't have done it before. <laughs> and then she kind of spits at him like an angry cat. Yeah, and runs. Which is the least it's the least she could do, really. Oh. Um, and, the, and yeah, she runs away. Oh, she runs because she sees the statue, doesn't she? She sees, the, she sees and, and that's it. And he asks oh. her to make her choice. Mm. Um, she's caught. She's caught in a, in a sort of Mexican standoff. Really? No. She's just, she's just, yeah. Oh, also, we she's wearing to mention, his vest as well. Yeah, we forgot to mention that, that they meet Quarrel Junior because uh, Rosie thinks he's evil. Uh, oh a, yes, yeah. oh, of course we've missed out the whole Quarrel Junior bit. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, bugger! So they turn yeah. up at the harbour mm. in a mini moke. Yeah. They ignore the <laughs> um, the the carousing and the and the um, uh, the uh, other the other fishermen. Mm. Uh, services, which okay. always makes me feel a bit anxious. I hate that on holiday when yeah. you when you're on holiday and, and and people are asking you to go into their restaurant and you have to. You go, I'm really sorry, I'm going here tonight. But um, doesn't matter because Bonds already knows where he's going. Yeah, 
The man he's been sending his signals to. Quarrel Jr. Yeah, and, you know, sorry I killed your dad. In Doctor No. Yeah, he kind of right? gets him burnt to death, yeah, in Doctor No, yeah. By a, by a dragon tank. In inverted commas, yes. And um, Rosie then goes downstairs to get change. Mm-hmm. Where can I get change? Clothes off where? That's what she says to <laughs> that's, him. That's right. <laughs> and meanwhile, Roger's just fishing. Roger's just fishing. With a fishing. cigar on. With a, of course, with a mm. cigar on. Mm. She goes down and discovers uh, Quarrel's um, sort of spy cabinet. Yeah. And it's the shittest way in. I mean, it's a hook where you're supposed to put a coat mm-hmm. and she just hangs her silk dressing gown and it opens. Of course it does, because that's the mechanism. It just, yeah. That must happen all the time. Quarrel must be like, all oh, the time. Don't, not that hook, not that hook. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh look, I'm a spy. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a spy's mate. You know that plumbers have like plumber's mates. I'm a spy's mate. I hope this means you'll still sleep with me. The money, my money's still good. Look, look, let's just go upstairs. We'll catch a marlin, and we'll go. And, and uh, you can have it for free. You can have the trip for free. Just don't tell oh, anyone. Just don't. Oh, I've got to fix that hook. <laughs> um, so yeah, skip to Rosie being killed. Rosie's being killed, mm. and it's a lovely little um, sort of what's the word shot. It's a beautiful shot of her lying, sort of almost iconic yeah, actually, yeah. of her lying on the. Eyes wide on open. The, on the eyes wide open. Mm. Terrifying. She's wearing Bond's vest as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's sort of doing that kind of girlfriend thing, mm. um, wearing her boyfriend's clothes. And she, but she's dead. She's dead in the, dead in the woods. Part of me must be thinking, well, I don't have to ring her again now. So, but yeah, that's it. I mean, she she's a bit of a pain. Yeah. Quite, um, quite happy about this, you know. And she's been shot dead by a. Uh, a scarecrow who looks like Mark Arm from Mutt um, Honey. <laughs> <laughs> they all look like they all look like they're from the Seattle grunge yeah, scene. They do. Yeah, the one she um, sees before she runs away is Chris Cornell. It's Chris Cornell, yeah. and Mark Arm just shoots her. Terrible. Um, coconut Mark Arm. Coconut Mark Arm. That's he's been, he's been on the island alone for ages, so he's had to. Make- <laughs> Clothes out of what you can find. Uh, yeah, she. So she's Rosie's gone. Yeah. So then we cut to Bond going to a hang glider smoking a cigar. Oh, is it there already? Are we there yeah. already? Yeah. Wow. Because he this wears all black, and then he knocks that man off the cliff, which I always enjoy. I might add that Roger Moore was terrified filming this, so was he? he was actually. Mm. There were points where he was. It was actually him. Mm. Um. And uh, he was kind of teetering on the edge of this cliff, about sort of thirty feet above, above sort of uh, well the cliff level. Yeah. But then uh, overhanging an enormous cliff. Um, yeah, and he had to. It was actually him. But it's fairly so, Monty Python esque the way he just flies past that man, and then poof, and the man's like, Whoa! yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> off he goes, and then he lands. Bearing in mind he's dressed in all black and it's night time. Yeah. And he removes his black clothes to reveal like a white suit. Yeah, a white suit. Yeah. And leaves the just leaves the hang glider there. The like Lord, doesn't yeah. You know. Later bonds that would be invisible. There would be a little yeah. gadget, there would be a gizmo, but yeah. I mean I I kinda like it. But the anyway. thing is that, that works if you're slipping in and slipping out, but he's there for a while and no one spots that hang glider on the lawn. Yeah. He must have just thought it was a and really it, fat it, moth. 
He goes. <laughs> well, look, you, you do get them. You do. You do get some strange creatures in the that, that particular climate. Pretty loads of people on Twitter um, around then. Sam and Eat going. Sorry, does anyone know what this is? <laughs> How do I get rid of it? <laughs> he uh, he, but it seems to be. It seems that he goes to um, he goes to the Kananga's uh, villa. Yeah, say villa, yeah. mansion. Yeah, uh, to uh, basically um, to find out about the wise woman or something. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, who he's already kind of met. Yeah, or he doesn't. I suppose he doesn't know that she's because obviously she was in Mister Big's office, but he doesn't put two and two together. I, I want to know why she's called Solitaire because obviously we find out later on that her mum was a wizard, but she yeah. had sex and then she lost her power. Right. But you'd want to give your daughter a better card-based name than Solitaire. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's the name that, you know, maybe like sort of in a Reservoir Dogsy way, mm. sort of Kananga sat them all down and went, right, your whisper, mm-hmm. shut up. Jeremy, your whisper. <laughs> Joan, your solitaire. Uh-huh. Your teehee, and so on. Teehee. Um, teehee. And I'm Mr. Big. And I'm Mr. Big. Why can't I be Mr. Big? Because you're teehee. Because you laugh a lot. <laughs> I've never laughed in my life. <laughs> I've never laughed in my life. <laughs> Well, start laughing because your name's Teehee. <laughs> pulls a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh. Why am I whisper? Oh yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Why am I whisper again? Because <laughs> you whisper a lot. Everyone looks at him. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Don't mind me. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, anyway, there's a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Solitaire comes into her special card reading room, and Bond's sat in the chair, which it turns out isn't a dress. It's like a chair you sit in that makes you look like. Oh yeah, makes you look like Cher it's a chair. It's a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you look like so. You know, it's like you're part of like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, you, you, it, and it's a complete mechanism as well. It's the hat. Once the hat's off, the table splits. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's it's an incredible device. But yeah, he's there just sticking around with the cards, right? Yes, and she says, you, you know what else can touch those cards? Put them down. Mm. It is a blasphemy. Yeah. Um, solitaire. Very pure. Mm. The purest Bond girl so far, perhaps? Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah. It definitely doesn't, all, doesn't end up that way, does it? No, it does not. No. She's a big fan by the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, not off. <laughs> not off. Anyway, <laughs> put that down. Yeah. Um, put them down. Yeah. But but they say we're going to get it on. Mm, all of them do, actually. And if you believe, if you really believe in this, mm. um, then you'll you'll pick one. Yeah. And there's loads of them. Yeah. There's a big wodge. Yeah. Big wodge of rog. Big wodge of lovers. Yeah, um, she's like, well, if they say that, then I suppose I'd better... I'd better, I'd better stay with you, you know, mm. it's, 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 it's my destiny. So it's it's post-coitus. Uh, okay. Yeah. She's, you know, she's really upset. Mm. <laughs> she's lost her powers. She's lost her powers, at which point 
Roger gets out of bed to yeah. uh, leave. I don't know yeah. what he goes to yeah. do. He kind of says, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. I kind of, the cards were stacked in my favour a bit. Doesn't he get back in bed and say that? Like yeah. He gets up to leave so that we can find out that she is, as you say, which really made me laugh when I read this, that he had awoken the Kraken. Oh, no, this was later on, actually. Yeah. This was in the, in the, the boat. Yeah. But um, she wants to have sex again. She yeah. wants round two. She says, it's, no, lesson number two. That's right. And he says... Oh, God, what does he say? Well, yeah, there's no sense going off half-cocked. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he gets into bed, and this is when he says, they, the cards were stacked in my favour, mm. and I uh, I groomed you into, into yeah. sex with me. Yeah, I mean, that's effectively what he did. Yeah. It's not his... Um, it's not uh, Bond's um, high point, is it? No. But, hey, <laughs> don't know what that means. No, no, it's something farmers deal with. Um, so him and Solitaire, he then says to her, like, we're going to go. I've got, a, I know a boat man. He doesn't say that. I've got but a friend. I've got a friend. He's got a boat. Got a boat. And we're going to hand this whole case over. Mm. To the FBI. He doesn't say to that. The, all the way to the <laughs> FBI. To the CIA and... Uh, yeah, a nice man called Felix is going to take and we can get out of here. Yeah, and they go on, and this is the good bit, where they go out and then Kananga finds out that she's she's escaped with Bond. Well, he doesn't know she's with Bond, I don't think. Oh, no, he does, because they're being watched, aren't they? Yeah. And, and this is where they bump into Samedi in the graveyard playing a flute. Badly. Yeah. I mean, he could at least played London's Burning or something. Yeah, something like that. Because then they could um, have all done that thing where they play different bits, but it all sounds yes, nice. Exactly, yeah. Bring water. Um, <laughs> fire, fire. Put the, I can't remember but this. But of course, yeah. his flute doubles up as a... Radio. Radio as a little extension bit, which would, I mean, which would kill the, the, the instrument, the mechanics of the instrument, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. definitely. But uh, they're heading, they're heading for the hill. Yeah, and then when they get to the hill, we realise what this whole shebang is all about. I mean, it looks like Hove. Mm-hmm. It looks... It's actually like where you're from in the world, John. Yes, it does. It looks it's like the South Downs. It does. But I, I believe it probably is Jamaica, right? Uh, I, I think, yes, it was, yeah. Yeah. But he should have done what he did in um, Fury's Only. He should have got one of the f- poppies, scrunched it in his hand, licked it and said, raw opium. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, they're growing heroin plants, basically. They're growing poppies under yeah. big nets, so you yeah. can't see them from the from the sky. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. And then the, then it, then comes a chopper. Yeah, machine guns at them with machine guns. And then they race uh, into the town, and they get in a London bus, a blue route master. Yeah, it's great. Um, isn't it? It's lovely. Mm. It's really lovely. Driven by the same man who does the stunt in the On the Buses movie, where the, the bus goes in a circle on a squid on the skid pan. So it's yes, yeah. uh, I, it's, there's an ext- extraordinary fact uh, uh, along with that. On, in, your, in your book, you're talking mm. about the, yeah, the on the buses stunt man and how that film made more money at the, in the cinema than Diamonds Are Forever. That's right, incredible. It was the number one UK box office film of 1971. That's insane. <laughs> it is. That's remarkable. Yeah. Um, so off on they get on the bus. Yeah. Jane solitaires at the back. 
Yeah, and I think she said that some of that's really her in the back there. Yeah. Again, oh, terrifying. Yes, absolutely. You can mm. see, um, certainly at the end of the chase, uh, when they pull up at the dock, yeah. it's her speeding along. Mm, She's in the window. But the, I mean, the, a busman's dream, though, because they get to drive under a low bridge and chop the top off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was always, it was always a really impressive uh, sequence, this. Mm. Love it. I've always enjoyed the sort of quirky sequences more than the kind of fast and furious ones. I, I love the two CV chase in um, mm. For Your Eyes Only. The um, tank in Goldeneye. The tank in Goldeneye. I yeah. mean, the moon buggy in <laughs> Diamonds. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I like, I like the, I'm a fan of the, of the quirky chases. Yeah. I think that's the, what Bond's all about when you boil it down. View to a kill exactly. as well with the taxi that gets chopped into Invention. bits. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. With the with the stunt driver who looks like he's got hay on his head. Yeah, you said hay earlier. You were, you were predicting the they, future. That's it, yeah, hay. Yeah. That's what I meant. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they get back so on the, Coral's the, boat. All change, end of the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a dad joke, dad joke. Brilliant. <laughs> all change, end of the line, onto the boat. Beautifully ADR'd as well, because there's no way he's saying that as he jumps off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the 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 rope is chopped. Yeah, and we're back in the belly of Quarrel's Quarrel's boat. His wooden beast in the in the belly of that steel beast. Mm-hmm. Um, he and this is where mm. uh, she's freaking out. They'll never stop looking for her. Yes. Um. Where does Bond say? Where do you want to go? Yeah, to that effect. Yeah, basically he says we can go anywhere. We can go anywhere, anywhere yeah. where there's one of these. She says. That's right. Lying duck on the bed. Yeah. He thinks quarrels so. just upstairs. Yeah. Dear oh dear. Um, <laughs> Poor quarrels. But this is the moment in the book where you said that Bond has awoken a kraken of lovemaking. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which re? Oh dear. Lol. Um, yeah. Bloody okay. lol. Thanks, mate. Proper lols. Um, so they, they then go and uh, they arrive at the uh, airport. Well, they arrive and they get picked up by that taxi driver again. Yeah. And he takes them yes. to a uh, sort of mini airport. Yeah, he takes them to, yeah, like sort of Goodwood Aerodrome. Yeah. And um, when... Now, this was always a confusing part for me when yeah. I was a kid because Solitaire was established as sort of a, the, the purest uh, Bond girl so far, mm. raised on her, on, uh, raised on her cards, mm-hmm. um, not very, very limited exp- life experience. And she's able to kind of um, pull a fast one here. And so we, we meet, um, we meet Adam for the first time. Yes. Uh, who is played by Tommy Lane. Yeah. Who's, ve- who's very good in this, very good. He is good. And um, and they intend to throw uh, Bond out of the plane mm. into a lake. That's right. And Solitaire says, my only regret is that I won't be there to see it. And then all of a sudden, it all kicks off. And, when, yeah. and this really confused me as a child. Yeah. I I didn't know what side she was on. I didn't see it as a kind of uh, 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 an exercise in deceit. No. no I, I didn't mean. think she was capable of it no. as a character. 
Um, it seems a bit strange. But hey, what did you did you? I, I imagine you knew exactly what it was straight away, right? Absolutely not. No, like you, I was always confused. This this always felt like a sort of half baked scene. All this, it yeah, feel like it's quite there yet, and because Bond basically yeah. runs around the airport, then runs into Mrs. Bell, who's having a flying flying lesson. Mrs. Bell. Yeah, I was I, I was I was hoping perhaps we would be zooming tonight because I was going to come as Mrs. Bell. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry about with, that. With flying hat. No, no, that's all right. No, I mean, I couldn't find, I couldn't find my hat. So I can just um, imagine you as. Mrs. I would have been. I would have just looked like Elton John, sat here. Dill Dandy. Um, yeah. Because hmm. <laughs> he's Dill Dandy so, now. He's not Elton John. Dill Dandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead. Extraordinary. Oh, poor man. He's only trying to raise money for charity. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. Let him have a Dill Dandy whenever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> or you might be saying I'm Jill Dando. That'd be even worse. I'm Jill Dando. <laughs> Gosh. God. Um, yeah. So Mrs. Bell. Now this bit's weird because but this is just an excuse for them to do a bit of business with a little airplane, isn't it? And drive yeah. it around, chop the wings off, and everything. But we, he runs away from Mrs. Bell because she says, "Oh shit!" And I think this is the first time we've heard the word "shit." Yeah. In the film. First, goes, oh, first time we thought, shit. "Oh shit!" When mm. he's going through the hangar. Yeah. And we're and we're about to rip the wings off. But it's, um, it's good Bond jokery because when he arrives back exactly where he found her after dispatching yeah. a few of the henchmen, the guy who's supposed to be doing the flight school is just getting off the phone and goes out to see Mrs. Bell. That's right. As Bond runs And away. this bit always disturbed me yeah, go on. in the film. Yeah. And you probably know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. Felix mm-hmm. is then. We then go to Felix, and he's got a, he's got a Mr. A very angry Mr. Bleaker at the end of the phone. Right. Now, Mr. Bleaker, I'm sure I'm not questioning you. You're you're a veteran, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets off the phone, and Bond asks, "How is Mrs. Bell?" And he says, "Intensive care," yeah. which is so sad. I'm because guessing that before seems... he got out of the plane, he beat her really horribly with a tire iron <laughs> with a jack, <laughs> yeah, with a chalk. He swung a chalk in her, in her head. She does look no, a bit I, like a fly, like Jeff Goldblum's fly. <laughs> he might have just suddenly had a flashback, because David Hedison, of course, was the fly. So this is all linking then, up. Oh, there you go, of course, yeah. yeah. Wow. But she seems so, you know, the, 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 the tone of that scene, mm. it seems to me that the crux of that scene is that she's calm and collected. Yeah. Uh, she's going, she's, she's prepared to go, to go with it. Yeah. To the point that she's giving him advice. Mm. That's the that's the sort of um, the, the 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 balance of the scene. Yeah, the dynamic. Yeah, and when he leaves her, she just seems really unfazed, and I really yeah. liked that. Yeah, and then when I found out she was in intensive care, I thought it's just absolutely tragic. There's a lot. Of God knows what's going on inside that that woman's body at mm. the time. She's obviously very good at concealing stress. Must be. Um. Poor Mrs. Bell. I mean, who knows? But Roger's being Hopefully fitted for a suit him. and he doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't care. Uh, that one's a bit loud and I'll take the two greens or something. <laughs> I don't. He's picking He's picking ties. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, to wear to Mrs. Bell's funeral, I assume. Oh, well. I hope he picked a black one. It's uh, poor Mrs. Bell. That was a disturbing moment for me. So, m- meanwhile, uh, Strutter's murdered. So Strutter's outside the Villa of Soul in yeah. New, New Orleans. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, Felix says that Strutter's keeping an eye on the place. Yeah, yeah. And, and he is. Yeah. And uh, we see the same setup, him outside smoking his pipe. Mm. The assassin sort of stands next, next, to, next to him, we saw in the pre-title sequence. Yeah. And then the funeral begins, and all of a sudden we hear the celebrity 
celebrity. Ba baby. Yeah. Like they've just heard Nigel uh, Farage has died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, quite. Mm. Yeah. Um, we know what's happened. Yes, we do. I'm I'm sorry to say because we liked Strutter. Yeah, there wasn't oh. enough of Strutter in the film. I think really. No, but at least one of the okay. time bands is um, Strutter, so that's kind of a tribute. I like to think. Well, that's there. You go. Yeah. 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 It's a tribute to uh, Strutter, and uh, yeah, so they're, they're in the, the the New Orleans branch mm. of the uh, Phileo, Phileo Soul. Yeah, um, but this time he's with Felix, mm. and he's offered a booth. Yeah, but he but he doesn't take it. No, because he had a nasty turd in a booth. That's right. So he sits at a table, and then Felix gets a call from Strutter in inverted commas. That's right. Well, doesn't Roger order another bourbon? He does. And Felix is like, hey, I've ordered this. What, what is it? What are the drinks? There's two Sasseracs. I'm going to look that up. Oh, it's the world's, is it the world's oldest cocktail? No. It's a cognac or whiskey cocktail. Ah. There you go. Two Sasseracs. Two Sasseracs, please. Mm. Two cataracts. Two cataracts. Ear cataracts. <laughs> Two ear cataracts, please. <laughs> so Felix goes off to get the call, but this time, instead of having a nasty turn, he goes through the floor. Goes through the floor, mm. and there's and there's another sort of there's a me- so there's another sort of little meta moment where he, the entertainment is. Oh, um, God, this is so li- good. It's live and let die, isn't it? This is yeah. singing live and let die. What, what's the name of the singer? Hey, go Brenda Arno. There Brenda Arno. Yeah, it's a great version. Lovely. Oh. It's lovely. But sinister. The yeah. scene makes it sinister. Definitely. And um, and he and, and down he goes yeah. into the depths of the Fideo soul. Mm-hmm. In which uh, uh, at which point Felix comes back from the call and says, "What happened to my friend?" And the waiter says, "What happened to your friend? Listen to this." And I want to see the lie. I want to see what he spins. Yeah. He says he shat himself, and <laughs> he called it a dirty <laughs> protest. At the, the amount we're charging here for our sausage rolls. He got up on that stage and he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> All over the place. Um, yeah, I want to know what he... What, how the hell did he persuade Felix that what happened happened? Um, meanwhile, know. Bond's downstairs. Yeah. In the chair with the buckles, That there's, there's a little mechanism on the back. And yeah. they turn it on and, and the buckles come out of the... the onto the arms, but they don't go all the way. So he could probably just slide his arms out. But it looks really cool. Well, he meets, he's confronted with Mr. Big. Yeah, that's right. And he gets strapped into that chair. Uh, Mr. Big says, you know, you've been picking at me like some kind of maggot. Yeah. Uh, he says, first you go up to Harlem and kill one of the brothers, and that disturbed me. <laughs> and he's basically saying, look, have you touched this woman? Did you mess with that? That's right. Did you mess with that? Yeah. And then, uh, to which Bond says, "I will only answer. I will only answer. I will only. What is it? I'll, not until I see Kananga." That's right. Yeah. Right. And then he removes his mask. We, we, the, the transformation. Yeah. Now, at this point, when I was a child, I mm. I convinced my grandmother um, that they sold these masks at the local chemists, um, and she believed me. Mm. Live and Let Die was one of the, the sort of go-to films when I used to hang out at my nan's. Yeah. And 
So, or I used to take it with me. But yeah, I've convinced her that they sold these masks at the local chemist. Mm. And so we walked up to the local chemist in in Bognor Regis and she asked the lady if... But she didn't know what she was asking for. So yeah. she went, um, do you have the... Do you, do, do you sell these masks? My grandson says that you sell these masks where it's like a... What is it? And I was there going, well, it's like a kind of face. You change your face. You change your face. And this poor girl didn't have a clue what this what Nan was asking her for. So she sort of handed her a face pack. And I kind of looked at her and went, no, nah, that's not it. And then just grabbed a whistle lollipop. Right, they were good. Uh, they were good, though. Oh, they were great. Yeah. And you could only get them at the chemist. I was going to say you could only get them in the chemist. They yeah. all look, they look like the, um, the baddie from the end of Tron. Yes. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a Tron lolly. Yeah. And uh, we went. I went home and watched the rest of the film. I think, you, uh, I think you got the better part of the deal. Otherwise, you'd have been pissing around with this makeup. And this was the 80s, so it'd have probably done you some real t- long-term damage in your skin. Yeah, it would have taken my, my cheeks off. Yeah. I would have looked like I'd gone back to a firework or something. So, so uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my... Uh, yeah, and we, we see that it's Kananga. Of course it's Kananga, because I mean, we already know. At this point, it might as well be Kananga, and then he rips off the mask, and it's still Kananga. Yeah. It might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like him. a, it's like a healthier Kananga. Yeah. Then we get the, well, then we get to hear sort of the exposition of the whole plan hmm. as he's kind of dabbing his face, clearing off the glue. Yeah. Uh, which kind of looks painful, actually. It, it does. Painful. I yeah. mean, I, I presume that they could only do this sequence, this moment, with in sort of one take. Really, they must have had like multiple cameras getting the reveal. Yeah, must have done. Right. Yeah. Um, but his plan because, is to give heroin away for free. Yes. Oh. Uh, which seems really nice of him, actually. It does. Uh, he'll be distributor and wholesaler through the chain of Filet of Soul restaurants. There you go. Um, that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, and and it, is it just it's it's just to create as many addicts as possible right yes that's right so that when when he stops giving it for free he can he can he can uh make it any any price he wants hmm. is that right that's right i mean that's kind of a supply and demand supply and demand yeah he's essentially giving out little free moose bouches and yeah yeah well that's that then this is the butterhook moment. He's asked for yes. his watch, and he takes his watch off, and he flows it over, and mm. um, and then he tests solitaire with the serial number on the back of, of Bond's watch. That's right. Which isn't right. Mm. Well, he sort of pretends it's right and lets yeah. Bond go, and knocks him out and sends him to the farm. Mm. And Whisper sort of tries to sort of str- Whisper comes in looking like one of the white stripes, <laughs> and then like <laughs> p- picks him up, and and and. Obviously struggles with him. Mm. Roger Moore's a big guy, yeah, and uh, and he's obviously struggling with him. Sort of one arm mm. lift. I mean, God, the poor guy's back mm. must have been mashed up. Yeah. Um, then we find out that Solitaire was lying, or she was she wasn't telling the truth, and Kananga basically writes her off. That's it. She's going to die. He's going to yeah. kill her. Yeah. She's no good for him. She's, yeah. That's it. She's doomed. Mm-hmm. Bond then wakes up uh, on his way to the croc- well to the farm. Yeah, to, uh, to the real Kananga's farm, Ross Kananga. Yeah, and the trespass is 
will be eaten sign was a real sign. Yeah, it's genuinely there. Not, yeah, not a prop. No. And of course, as we know, it's Kananga who does the stunt. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Mad. Oh, and, this is such a good... I mean, this bit... You, you talked about watching this a lot when you were little. This is the first Bond film I remember seeing on telly. Uh, yes. When I was quite yes. little. And this bit just stuck with me. The fact that he's then put onto that tiny island uh, with all those bits of chicken and all the crocodiles slowly making their way to him. Oh, my God. It used to terrify yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is... Um, when we were talking... When you're, when I was trying to think of... Uh, a Q branch um, gadget for this film mm. that he would have needed. It was this sequence that I was kind of thinking of, or yeah. it was at first. Mm. Um, it's not what I actually went for in the end. Okay. Um, but this is a bit of a pickle. And he tries to kind of um, harness, uh, using his watch, he tries to sort of, mag- using the kind of, um, the ore eyes, what are they called? Um, the things that hold the oars. The things that hold the oars. Yeah. He tries to um, attract them with his magnet, and and he does, but the boat's tied off. Yeah. So that's out. That's out of the window. Mm. So the only the only option is to um, use the old uh, stepping st- stepping stone trick. Yes. And Ross Kananga did this in Crocodile Shoes. Yes, that's right. As a kind of funny in joke. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, unfortunately, they are tied down they are tied down yeah right so they could only just they, they, there's a few takes though in the making of so you can see he got nipped in the ankles as he went over oh right and pulled really? down yeah quite a few but the, the, the one take that he does oh fucking hell it looks spectacular though doesn't it yeah it does he wouldn't be able to it's do that great. nowadays because it would be definite animal cruelty yeah absolutely um, yeah but jesus yeah, what a stunt. Mm. Incredible. Madness. Madness, really. So this is the point. He he leaves the gate open. Mm. Um, and, and of course, pre, pr- prior to this, of course, we learn during the feeding of the crocodiles how Teehee came to lose his arm. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we get all that information. Albert, the uh, crocodile, ripped it off. Um, so we learned that already. And how to get a crocodile to open its mouth. Well, what was the, what's the first one? Well, there's one about jamming a pencil in. Get a pencil and jab it right between his eyes, or just behind his eyes. That's right. And the second one is simple. Hmm. You reach into his mouth and put his teeth out. Mm. <laughs> Helpful. Very. Mm. But Bond, He's, uh, Bond uh, fucks the place up by leaving a trail of chickens to the crocodile going, and then setting fire to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's merciless. Up yours. For everyone. The crocodiles, the, the the scientists, the scientists really panic. Yeah. I mean, before they know that the place is on fire, it's mm. slight overreaction. I mm. mean, crocodiles are fast, but I mean, they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah, you, but, want, you want one, one coming into your workplace, though, don't you? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, no, I suppose not. No, but they just want the chicken. You know, it'll be like the Simpsons about. where the elephant comes <laughs> to the peanut factory. There'll be one guy going, "Guys, the day we've always prepared for has arrived." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that it's happened quite a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're working. It's a, there's a there's a crocodile farm. Mm. There's crocodiles everywhere. Mm. There's a crocodile. That, you know, we're already aware that there's crocodiles just walking freely about the place. Mm. Um, and so, I'm sure it's I'm sure a crocodile snuck in before. Yeah. But anyway, Bond yeah. sets the place alight. Yeah. And makes off on a on a nearby static speedboat. Yes. 
And then we get the speed goat. Speed goat? Speedboat chase. The speed goat chase. They're amazing if they're on goats. Oh, my God. Well, hey, it would be. Um, it's, uh, yeah, this is, so this is the first sequence he filmed. Yeah. Um, the first um, sort of two weeks of the shooting schedule was this, um, um, this, this sort of whole thing set in the bayou. Mm. And um, he actually injured himself. He injured his tooth. Yeah, uh, I think in the second day of shooting, and he had to t- take a day off. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this was his first thing he shot. So this was really genuinely exciting when I was a kid. Same. Like, they made a I video game the... out of this bit. Did they? Yeah, there was an uh, Amiga game. It was a clone of Spy Hunter, that um, oh. uh, arcade game where you're just driving along shooting. I oh, know that was the Spy Love Me. The Live and Let Die one they did was a first-person speedboat game. Yeah. Oh. oh, wow! I never played that. I never had an Amiga. You see, I was um, oh. I was a Commodore man, and then I just got a Mega Drive. Ah, I see. Um, so I went straight into the console. But mm. um, yes, uh, lovely sequence. Mm. It's lots so of fun. Good. It's we, really we do great. get the racism though. There's there there is a lot of that. There's a moment mm. where so we're introduced to Sheriff. Uh, is it W T J W Pepper? J W Pepper. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very much, um, I mean, it's the same, it's kind of a, it's, it's a, a, a sort of role reversal in that the negative of the Harlem scene earlier on in the film, mm. um, true, how yeah. is this, you know, there's a moment where, um, I mean, we're jumping forward a little bit here mm. up until this bit, we've seen weddings being destroyed mm. and, uh, swimming pools being invaded by uh speedboats full of yeah. men who genuinely look like they they want to find a way out they're sort of still looking for like the, the next turning in the river but they're actually in a speedboat yeah. <laughs> yeah uh and so i mean maybe we're jumping too far forward but basically bond uh is in a there's a chase on and the police are involved mm. And J, uh, J. W. Pepper's brother-in-law owns the fastest boat in the bay in the bayou. That's right, he, the River Ranger. Yeah, and um, and uh, he um, he looks like a kind of prop forward, mm. um, Mike Teague, and um, he uh, <laughs> he's he's knocked out by by Adam. Yeah, who Tommy also. Lane. Adam got a lot of racist abuse when he got pulled over earlier. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, a lot. Oh, that's right. It's, it is earlier. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah. It is earlier when yeah. he's talking about, I imagine this isn't your debut at this sort of thing. And, yeah, he calls him and, boy um, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does. Mm. He does. Although I will say he does call, he does call um, the oyster man boy as well, the, mm. old, the old man later on. That's true. Um, so he does kind of call everyone boy. Mm. And I wonder if they film that after this sequence, this arrest sequence, which is... Uh, Quite hard to swallow nowadays, yeah. really. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. so um, Tommy Lane, Adam, mm. knocks out the brother-in-law to, in order to steal the fastest ship uh, on the bayou, and it's yeah. and and this and this this sorry this boat is kind of like the nitrous version of like the you know the cheat motorbike you could get on <laughs> Road Rage Two. Yes. It's like, 
it's kind of all black yeah. with horns mm. and it just looks badass. It does. Um, and then, of course, we have the joke with the brother-in-law. This is my brother-in-law. Here comes my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Here he is. And, um, and yeah, and we have that, yeah. that moment. That's, that's nice. That's that bit. <laughs> but long story short, Rog gets away. Rog gets away, and it's a brilliant, uh, again, this is another great henchman scene. Mm. Um, we've sort of, uh, Adam has established himself as kind of a main man, yeah. one of Mr. Big's main men, and um, and he gets the death he deserves, yeah. frankly, which is, um, again, excellent improv skills from Bond, mm. loading up the, uh, the can of petrol, uh, throwing it in his face, disorientating him further by sticking, coming back round and sticking the car in the throttle in uh, full power, yeah. spinning the boat around and around. Um, and then sort of shunting him into a, the back of a, like a, what is it? A tanker or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Causing him to explode, causing oh. the boat to explode. Yeah. And this, they could only do once. Yes. This explosion. Have you, have you seen the picture? Yeah. It's great, isn't it? it so is. there's a picture of Roger Moore drinking a, or cheers, cheersing with a glass of champagne That's or something, right. and, yeah. and the explosion's taking place behind him, and it's yeah. that explosion. Yeah, and his hair's all over the place. Oh, he looks fantastic. Yeah. And then we go to the island where the ceremony's happening, where they're going to kill Solitaire. They're going to kill Solitaire, and uh, she's, um, yeah, she's kind of been brought out to the place that we've seen we saw Baines killed in the mm. first, in the pre-title. Exactly, yeah. Um, and we kind of see the whole ritual this time around. Mm. Um, we see the whole dance. Really great athletic performance by the um, the kind of witch doctor dude. Yeah. It kind um, of looks like if they, the Olympic ceremony that year was in San Monique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just lots going on. There's loads going on. But Bond is stuck, uh, stuck onto the island with the help of Felix and Quarrel, as we mentioned And earlier. Quarrel, they're back, yeah. This is yeah. where Felix gives him his uh, magnum, um, his magnum PI. Which will blow your his, head clean uh, off. Which will blow your head clean off. Magnum yeah. um, PI. Uh, and, and also he's given, a, um, a, importantly, a shark gun, a shark yeah. pellet gun for the way back. Yes. Um, so this is an air-powered or, I suppose, um, compressed air powered gun mm-hmm. which fires a again a compressed air bullet yes um to blow up sharks and uh yeah so he's given this equipment and quarrel meanwhile also goes with him to plant bombs in the poppy fields that's right yes so bond goes to rescue solitaire and uh finish off kananga and samadhi and and he has to do it all in the in the amount of time it takes for the bomb the detonator to go. And how off. fucking so. great does Roger Moore look in all black with a holster? Oh yeah, mm. great. Which they did they I copied mean, with cost- Daniel Craig inspector, didn't they, on the poster? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I got really excited about. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So so he looks he looks great. I mean, he's forty five. Yeah. It's forty five. Mental. It's yeah. Fantastic. But he just starts anyway. blowing everybody away, which I really like. Yeah, he just goes for it. So it starts mm. off with the uh uh yeah. The guy 
well, it starts off with the witch doctor, then a, then a member of the crowd sort of mm-hmm. jumps in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, at this point, uh, Baron Samadhi has been summoned mm. um, by the uh, the local voodoo villagers mm. to um, appear to, to any, and he sort of elevates himself out of the out of the grave. Yes. And again, this bit really confused me when I was a kid as yeah. well, because here he was alive. We were supposed to believe on one hand that this was all stage managed mm. and to keep everyone in order, mm. but on the other hand. We never really got a sense that any of this mystery, that any of this magic was real up no. until now. <clears throat> yeah. So it blows the top of his head off. It blows the top of his head off, which he looks up at, yeah. which I always thought it was kind of eh, didn't sit well with me at the time. Yeah. And then um, I've let it go now. But then he and then he <laughs> just destroys him, and he's essentially made of kind of porcelain. Yeah. Um. And then they uh, tap on the grave, and another one comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was a kid, mm. I thought, oh, that's the real one. And the other one was some sort of robot thing. Yeah. I still but kind of think I, that. I think it is the miss, is that it has to be that because he's what happens later and he really can't die. No. So there is that magic. He tries there, to fight Bond for a second with a machete and doing this yeah, funny it's the dance. Campist, uh, it's the campest sort of thing, you know, mm. I've ever seen. Mm. It, it, he was an expert dancer, wasn't he? Jackie yeah. Holder. He was a choreographer and uh, a jazz dancer and and, uh, and lived to a very old age. And Roger said he was fucking great as well, like to, when uh, they were on yeah. location. And Jane Seymour did, said it as well, that he was really, really good and really good fun. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he has fun. Hmm. And he really, you know, he, he makes this film, I think, sort of stand out, really. I think uh, his character kind of almost sort of defines the film it's mm. his kind of it's him that you see on the front of the kind of the dvds now yeah, and the pretty sort of, much and yeah. it's uh yeah but bond just thumps him and knocks him into a box of snakes just yeah boxed him into a box of snakes he has yeah. sex with some snakes and yep. dies the way he wanted to go uh, the way well who wouldn't yeah and uh he's he's yeah so he's he's dead now in the coffin and then bond goes right okay i'm going to find out what's what's going on mm. and that's when we sort of see that it's kind of all stage managed and it's all a facade mm. um which is yeah it's well, he taps weird, the he it? taps the tombstone again and it's like a trap door comes down and as the guy's manning it bond just like, kicks him right in the face kicks him right in the face <laughs> and which in which at which point uh, the guard who is sat on in, inside the mixing desk yeah. area of, yeah. the, of the lair yeah. um, just uh, says trouble. That's I mean, right. it's just as far as brevity is concerned, <laughs> it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant line. Yeah. Trouble does a Bing. lot. That's it. Hmm. Done. But then uh, a chase ensues in hmm. a in a, a cave system. Yeah, which. Uh, I believe is partly real and partly sets, and the mm. real cave really smelt bad because mm-hmm. of the bats. Yeah, that's right. Um, Guano stunk. But yeah, there's a there's a whole fight, and then and then they find Kananga. They find Kananga, who's in a, like an amazing mood. Yes, like it's like he's done a shit ton of MDMA or something. Yeah, really happy, so happy. Mm. Like it, it's kind of it, again, it's sort of it throws you a bit. Hmm. Because he's always like, I think Yafet Koto oh. and Guy Hamilton. I don't think they really saw eye to eye. Hmm. Um, and I think it was down to um, Yafet's kind of approach hmm. um, and his, I suppose, relaxed form. He's so good in this, though. 
He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's excellent. Yeah. And this, and then this, and this one, and and actually, it's it, it starts off weird that he's so happy. Yeah. And so friendly and sort of um, jovial. And then there's a moment where um, uh, he says something about solitaire being accustomed to death or something. Yeah. You'll soon be accustomed to death, and it's genuinely quite creepy. It's quite frightening. It used to freak me out when him and Bond go to fight, and he does those weird kind of knife dances yeah he's like imitating like a cobra or mm, something yeah and it's kind of like a distraction so i used to i used my old my oldest friend who um john who i bought your book for in fact i asked i asked you to um sign a uh you actually signed a whisper quote for him oh that's right um, yes. which was shall i open it um <laughs> and uh yeah he loved it but but we used to do this sort of whole fight sequence at the westgate swimming pool in chichester mm-hmm. and uh we used to use our locker keys we used to get locker keys uh around the wrist those were our sort of knives mm-hmm. uh and then we'd take it in turns and throw each other into the pool and uh <laughs> and pretend to be kananga and bond so yeah i know this sequence quite well mm. um it's this is after. This is all after they've been strung up, and yes. that he's Kananga's cut his arms and attracted a, a shit ton of tiger sharks into the pool, and established um, what the air pellet will do by shooting Whisper's couch. Yes. Oh, we've 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 jumped a bit, haven't we? Yeah. So Whiskers, whis, Whiskers, Whiskers, Whisper, his cat henchman, Whiskers is yeah. is on the chair. Don't worry yeah. about Whiskers; he's fine. Yeah. Whisper uh, is um, sat on a sort of. Uh, a leatherette, mm-hmm. black leatherette sofa. Yeah. And um, Kananga, who is um, intrigued about this this new sort of weapon, this shark gun, yeah. tries it out on Whisper, which which um, inflates the sofa. And it's hilarious. It's just brilliant. <laughs> it's his legs. Yeah. He can't get any kind of footing or anything, so he's just kind of rolling <laughs> all over the place amazing <laughs> it's, it's, it's genuinely it is genuinely hilarious especially because he's basically done it out of spite because a second ago whispers like <laughs> like he's like one of the crows from danger mouse so Kananga's so like right i'm fucking sick of you laughing at everything i say have the, some of this shoots the same well at first you think he's gonna shoot whisper yeah um, i wish but he had it just shows you Kananga's got a sense of humor mm. he's in a very good mood yeah. Um, I wish he had. Because <laughs> you've got so two then, exploding men for the price of one. Oh, gosh. Mm. Um, yeah. So they're up on the uh, they're up on this winch yeah. above the pool. Bond's bleeding into the pool, yeah. which is sending the sharks like crazy. Mm. They're really hungry. Mm. Um, uh, when they were filming this, uh, Jane Seymour was very... Was was quite frightened of 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 the height of the thing, hmm. and they were tied together for quite a while. Uh, and Roger sort of would make jokes about the fact that she was a virgin or something. Hmm. Like there was sort of some inappropriate joking going on, just sort of to keep her, just to keep her calm. Um, don't worry, you're a virgin. Don't worry, don't worry about it. You're a virgin, love. Um, it's basically that in yeah. the diary. I can't remember exactly mm. what he says, but it's basically mm. I made a joke about how she's still a virgin. Mm. Um, weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, he, he, he uses his watch and saws his way through. His, his watch is also a saw. Yeah. Didn't which know we that, didn't did know. No. Which is great fun. He could have used that, that to chop up Caruso's head. 
yeah. at the beginning. I don't know why he would have done that, but there was ample time there to, you know, just tell us what the watch can do. Yeah, I think so. But I just like the fact that it's got the watch has got its sort of own kind of repertoire of, of tricks. Yeah. Anyway, so it, it's it's it proves a worthy saw. Saws through the rope. He athletically swings down, kicks Whisper into a, a watertight metal part. Uh, what's the word? Container. Yeah. Heroin container. That and that's like, the end of Whisper. It's like a giant sex toy. It is like a giant. It is. He has to do the buzzing inside to make it a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different speeds. Yeah. Uh, You've come, sir. <laughs> Shall I open? Can you open it? <laughs> Can you open it? <laughs> <laughs> Whisper's done for, isn't he? Yeah, he's gone. There. He's gone. He's, there's no air it's, in there. It's a horrible, horrible death for Whisper. He's yeah. just locked in a me- watertight metal container. He's going to run out of oxygen, probably. He in can't a- shout for help. <laughs> help! It's like one of those horrible nightmares you have where you go to scream and you can't. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Awful death. Um, anyway, the, oh. a fight ensues. Yeah. Kananga adopts the, the cobra stance. Yeah. Distraction with the hands and everything, and, and then they both end up in the pool. Yeah. I think Yafet didn't like going in the pool either. I think oh, that really? was they, something. Yeah, they wanted to... Did Roger try to calm him down by telling him he was a virgin? Uh, he did, but it didn't cut it. Don't worry, you've never been bummed. Don't worry, Yafford, you've never been bummed. <laughs> I don't know what you're worried about. You've never been bummed. <laughs> <laughs> Yafet was worried about um, getting... I can't remember what it was. He's, 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 he was worried about well, drowning. Bummed by maybe. a shark. Maybe bummed by a shark. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he, but he, in the end, he relented and decided he wanted... To, I think it was that he wanted a double to be used because mm. he was going to get cold or he was mm. going to drown. Anyway, he got in. And, and they, uh, they have a little struggle underwater, and then Rog, well, Rog Bond slips the uh, pellet into his mouth and just kind of pushes him down. Yes, like it's a, like that activates it. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I mean. He doesn't have to swallow it, does no, he? No, I mean it's quite a hefty bullet. It is, you know. Yeah, I mean it's about the size of a a lighter, oh, a genuine <laughs> Felix lighter. A genuine Felix Leiter. What's your it's opinion of him when he comes out of the water as a giant sort of uh, massive balloon man? It was always funny. Yeah, it is. will never not be funny. It was always funny for me. Like it wasn't, you know, there are some moments where, you know, Walken's death, for example, in View to a Kill, when he yeah. makes that, that decision to laugh before he falls. He yes. knows he's going to fall, so he just laughs. Yeah. It's such an amazing choice. Yes. Um, to do to do the furthest thing to to make the, the furthest physical choice from the moment is just a really brave thing. And obviously, poor Yaffet didn't get the opportunity, no. but because he's replaced by uh, you know a garbage pail kid, a garbage pail kid, <laughs> <laughs> a cabbage patch doll. Yeah, it's really um, weird, uh, but it's funny. And, it is, it, and again, it's like a really weird close-up of it. Like it's been yeah, from a, a sort of a cra- crash zoom. Yeah, and it's just like, and he's just farting his way. He just farts himself to like. Yeah, he's he's farted out of the pool. Yeah, that is his. <laughs> that's that's what's causing the projectile. He's he's his power is his guff. What a way to go! He's guffed himself to the to the ceiling. 
and he's uh... <laughs> he's like dad on Boxing Day. <laughs> he's dad on Boxing Day. A rich dad. Well, very Paul. rich. Yeah. Um, it's dad's dad's it's dad's pool trick. Can you, can you um, imagine if you were swimming with your dad on Boxing Day in your posh house? <laughs> <laughs> that suddenly, if that happened, it'd be you'd never forget it, would you? Oh, uh, well, I mean, yo, I mean, as as long as he didn't die, yeah. If he managed, if anyone, if I ever saw anyone on, you know, you bet, or if they ever bring back you bet, or oh, any kind of like show where someone can fart themselves out of a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> take my money <laughs> take my life I wonder what Damien I... from Brookside would make of that <laughs> he was always a guest on you bet was he? yeah he was always like oh I don't, I don't think he can do that I'm not doing that <laughs> he's a lovely bit you bet was the birth of rap wasn't it yeah you bet. they had a you bet rap anyway so yeah, yes yeah, he, yeah. He, he comes yeah, yeah he, 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 he you want to yeah. put a bet on it? You bet. Yeah. No. So you want to get on it? Yeah. You, you bet. bet. Well, you better get on it. Oh, no, hang on. Don't sweat. Get set. Yeah. Are you ready? You bet. Yeah. There you go. That's Brucey, isn't it? That's Brucey's rap. People forget that Brucey hosted it first. That's right, before Matthew Kelly. That's right. Do you remember the theme tune? No. Ba-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Testing. He gets the arm and goes, testing an old adage. Yeah. Unlucky at cards. Unlucky at cards. I'm getting anal. <laughs> is that an old adage? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. She probably, he, the thing is, she's so pure that I know. she probably... Unlucky at cards, I'm getting anal. Um, wow. James wow. has been teaching me all these old expressions. Yes, don't tell anyone about them. <laughs> uh, yes, you're quite right. A mail sack gets split open by two Gets satisfyingly people. split open, mm. I might add. It's an incredibly sharp claw or an incredibly delicate bag. Yeah. But it's a satisfying moment. And uh, he, then we get to see he destroys the fuse box on the train. Yeah. Uh, which turns the lights out. Mm-hmm. Solitaire's waiting in the uh, bed. Bond's talking his balls or something, something in the like bathroom. That. Yeah. Solitaire's in the bed. We're just washing his bell in the sink. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. James, what are you doing? You've been there for ages. <laughs> anyway, yes. Just, so, so Bond's washing, washing his bed under the sink. Yeah. Solitaire's waiting in bed for him to come out of the bathroom, and yeah. she holds she she she's her hands like she's just yeah hmm. yeah, and she sort of we she reaches sort of, out. Does she reach out or she's just just there? Yeah, well, she's talking about other places you'd like to have sex. I think she's like right. Daydreaming, as it were, and yeah, her hands kind of Is hanging she? over the side. Of, I, th- I thought she was. Maybe I'm wrong. And then Teehee's claws getting very close to snipping her finger off. Oh yes. And then Bond comes uh, in. And, Bond uh, comes in, sees her, kicks the the bed shut. shut. Yeah. Um, which would be incredibly uncomfortable and painful. Mm, yes, it would. Um, and then and, uh, fight. Which this always confused me as a kid because this is so close to the spy who loved me. And as a kid, I used to always get the them spy. I love up. me. Do you mean? Do you mean? Um, oh, I see. With yes, the fight yes. With sorry. Jaws and the train. And yes, of course. The same yeah, yeah. Train. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Did you, Did you see the spy? Love me before um, Live and Let Die, or did you see the? No, middle? I just because they were on telly so much. I I used to get the medal. You know, you, know, you yeah. When of course, you say to people yeah, about yeah. Bond film, they go, "Oh, is that the one with the?" I yeah, used to yeah. always think, "Oh, the train bit is that Live and Let Die or the Spy Love Me?" But yeah, turns out it's yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. There's a lot of train action in Bond, isn't there? Mm. There's, there's, you know, so. But yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but, but they there's have some a great excellent. Fight. Again, some great invention. It's almost mm. like kind of like the uh, the beginnings of kind of what became kind of born mm. fighting. You know, with like magazines or sort of fairly um, uh, banal and um, uh, what's the word benign objects. Mm. Like a pack of cards, or you know something, something to use in a fight. I'd have liked Bond more if he'd have snipped out the the little wires in Teehee's arm with that satisfying. Pew, pow. Oh yeah, yeah, doing. Yeah, doing. It's proper doings. I love it as well because Teehee's doing that. Oh shit, face. Oh no, don't yeah. do that. He's, got a, onto the he's not a great fighter. He sort of gives away. He's got Teehee's got a tell, which is that yeah. every before he makes a move, he sort of goes hey. Yeah. Hey! And sort of punctuates every punch and mm. move with a hey! Yeah. Um, which, um, you know. So is this Teehee's li- license to kill? Uh, is he avenging his boss? 
His bus. His, his boss. Oh, his, bu- his bus. That was my bus you crashed. <laughs> I paid a lot to get that over here from London. Painted blue. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. He's avenging mm. his boss. Yeah. Um, maybe he plans to take over the the poppy. You know, poppy seeds, it's a robust plant, mm. as Kananga points out. You know, it will grow back. Mm. Um and so, you know, maybe that's what his plan is. But instead, he gets his hand, claw, locked on a window yeah. handle. And very satisfying because what Roger does is open the window. By by essentially using him, sort of levering his, his weight yeah. by picking his legs up. Yeah. And then... Sort of chucking chucking him out. It's a very satisfying piece of. And then the window shuts, but his arm's still attached. Yeah, brilliant. But he gets it off quite quickly, doesn't he? Just throws it off and says, "What's the quip there?" Oh, um, just just chucking my arm out. Just chucking this guy's arm out. No, (laughs) he said, "I'm just being disarming, darling." That's it. (laughs) So. And That's then it. he gets back into Berber Solitaire, and then we get the scene which again scared me a bit as a kid, where yeah, you see the back. front of a train right. and Samedi sat on the front laughing. Yeah. So he's the magic does exist. Oh. And you just um, have to look for it, Jim. But there's many, you know, there's elements to it where, you know, we were used to such kind of I suppose well, I suppose sort of towards the we really kind of got the, the the whole kind of the ending, the format of each ending of Bond being somewhere isolated with a with the with the woman he saved, and he's just having sex with her, and everyone's watching. Mm. Um, that doesn't happen in this. No. Um, but it happens in quite a few Conneries, doesn't it? Does it no. happen in? It certainly happens in Fiori's only, does it? Does yeah. it happen in Gold Goldfinger? I can't remember. No, they're under a parachute, aren't they? That's right. Yeah, that's right. But it's really the more. I mean, it just goes. It gets ridiculous, and they introduce Margaret Thatcher into the into the fold. Yeah, which is going to ruin any kind of lovemaking, really. But, <laughs> I think that's been, oh, that's, that's great! But yeah, but then yeah. So Baron Samdi's there. He's still alive. The magic exists, mm. and that's the end what, of Living Let Die. Film. What a film! And now, Jim, Living it's Day. time for me to ask you some quick fire questions. Go for it. Okay, so Jim, what's your favourite Bond film? I think we know. Live and Let Die. Yeah. What's your least favourite Bond film? I'm going to say Spectre, John. Mm, that's a surprise. It It's because I think it was because I, I felt uh, so disappointed. Mm. Um, there are, I'm sure, I mean, it's tricky. I watched um, oh, um, The World Is Not Enough the other day. Yeah. And I, I don't really enjoy that one much. No. But at least um, it's got something that kind of... Yeah. Spectre just kind of bored me. Yeah. I hate to say it. Yeah, I'm afraid so I agree with you there. Um, can you give me your best Bond... Ma- Sorry, I'll start again. Can you give me your best made-up Bond film title? Dr. Finger. <laughs> okay. Or does it have to be an amalgamation of other... No, no, no. It could be anything oh. you want. I mean, there was the man with the diamond eyes as well, which is kind of, but that's sort of a henchman, isn't it? Really, mm. the man with the diamond. Mm. But yeah, Doctor Finger was what was. Have you had that one before? No. Wow. No, Doctor Finger. Okay. Uh, so Bond is full of silly lady names such as Holly Goodhead, Plenty O'Toole, 
And Penelope Smallbone, can you give me your best Bond lady name? Patty Backside. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. It's sexy. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so you are Q. What gadgets would you have made for Bond in this film if you had your way? Well, I did think about a outboard shoe, <laughs> like a shoe with an outboard engine. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the crocodile moment, of course, yeah. But I think in this film, I thought about this actually, mm. John, mm-hmm. and I think some kind of signet ring where he can um, adopt the control of the of the car that he's in. Right. So for the moment in New York, when Charlie gets hit, mm-hmm. uh, so he's got control of the car. So that's kind of like tomorrow never tomorrow never dies. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah tomorrow never dies. Yeah. Um, the same sort of thing, but mm. and also he can use it in the cab as well when he's picked up by the the taxi driver for the second time and yeah. driven to the aerodrome. Mm. He can use it then. There's a couple of moments where he's stuck in a car in this. Oh, I like it. So that would be my thing. Okay, and um, finally, who would you have as James Bond next? Oh gosh, and we've discussed this on Twitter, mm. John. I know. I mean, it, there's a kind of, I suppose there is a sort of shortlist going around. Mm. Look, I, if he was five years younger, I would say Fassbender mm. all day long. Mm. I think he would make an absolutely fantastic Bond. I agree. And he's not as old as Roger Moore was when Living at Die. Is he, is he 45? 43. Ban- yeah. So is it too late? Mm. because like, he would be is, he would be amazing but, he would I you know. totally agree with you but they don't make the films as quickly as they used to so it'd probably no, be like that he'd do one at 43 then his next one would be like 48 46 yeah, yeah yeah so I mean look I'm I'm in the I'm in the hardy camp then in that case mm. I'm in the hardy camp I'd be happy I, 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 I think so I think because the thing is is that before you know with, with Roger and Sean um, they'd had some TV experience mm. And, and at the time, that was enough. But I feel like after Daniel Craig, one thing Daniel Craig's really got, and that is chops, like mm. proper acting chops. Mm. Um, and so I think to follow him, follow him, and if they're planning on making Bond a kind of a narrative with a through line, which, mm. is, which I'm not really into. But no, I'm not at all. If that's, the, if that's the plan, then I think you need someone who can... Um, adopt sort of nuance really in a performance mm. and for me Cavill isn't that guy but I would go so I would go with Hardy because of his experience and because of his weight and he's got you know he's got everything else yeah again I'd be very happy with any of those yeah so there's no, there's who, no... Who, uh, yeah who, who, yours is you're a Cavill man right I do I there's something about him I think he's a bit Brosnan and a bit more and I think we need to go more more next i think we need to go more and more mm. i think we need to um sort of it's 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 i've really enjoyed a lot of daniel craig's bonds mm. but it is in danger of becoming a little bit too po-faced yeah and um i think that we need to bring back the the fun yes which is kind of what when you watch the mission impossible films of late you're like ah Real yeah. stunts and fun. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, you know, but for me, it's more about, I suppose, 
a charisma. It's more about um, b- believing that this guy is capable of of finding the, the the wit of the character, but also the cold blooded killer. I'm surprised you haven't put yourself forward. Well, you know, do you know what? I missed an audition for a lab technician no. for the new Bond. Yeah. Oh. I couldn't go because I was filming something oh. else. I was filming Sex Ed, I think. Oh. But um, it's just a small part, but it's a uh, in it's for this film, um, No Time to Die, and it's yeah. uh, it's um, yeah, it, yeah. So yeah, there you go. So you know, look, who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, people. Who bloody have, knows? Who knows? It could be you. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> You've got the same this name. Sort of like potato. A potato bond. I'll put you forward for Q. The world's not ready for a potato bond. Hey, look, there you go. I mean, that would be something special, that, mm. playing Q. I mean, yeah. that's 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 more like it. Um, I meant the winged serpent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Who would you, who, who would you, if you could play anyone in Bond, not, in, not obviously including Bond, yeah. like any of the fringe characters, the... the, the I wouldn't mind doing Rory Kinnear's part of Mallory. Uh, oh, Mallory, yes. What's his name? Um, Taggart. No. Not Taggart. Be Bill it's Tanner. Something... Tanner. Yeah. Not Taggart. Not Taggart. No, I'll be Tanner because he no. doesn't have to do much. No, but he's, got, he's, in, he's there. He's, mm. he's in the action. It's always there. It's just that he doesn't have to say or do much. What, what's easy. your opinion on sort of weaponizing M? I don't like it. It started with like The World it. Is Not Enough, which is when these writers came in, by the way. Right. Um, and since then, M's been integral to these films, and I don't like it at all. It should be a book-ended thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming on board. It's my pleasure. About... Yes. And uh, yeah, I've long, long waited to do it. It's, it's yeah, yeah it's been an absolute pleasure, and, th- and and even more so to talk about my favourite Bond film. What an honour! It's been a very exciting experience for me too. It's one of my favourites. Cheers, John. Cheers, Jim. Bye, bye. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 